1: Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be.
2: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss.
0: Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. It was the dawning of the Dan Patrick Show. Broadcasting from an attic in Milford, Connecticut, filled with cats. And I see a cat <laughs> bar. Danettes. Plugging things in, unplugging things, following wires. And multiple fire hazards. Man, this is dangerous. But as time does, time moved forward. Things were said. Logan Thomas was going to be the star. Things no one was proud of, but will live on forever in the annals of Dan Patrick Show history. Damn, I knew this was a bad idea. Be a part of that history. You want to be part of a winner? Download the Dan Patrick Show app today and hear anything that you've missed.
1: Now if you look at NBA history, the top eight scores of all time, total points, six of the eight have had Laker jerseys on.
4: At the beginning of the season, LeBron is where, Kawhi is where, and Paul George is where. Paul George, back in Oklahoma City, most likely play. I'm going to say Lakers for LeBron. Kawhi Leonard's still a Spurs. Whoa. Boom. said it. Welcome to the Dan Patrick Show in the midst of NBA free agency. All this speculation, this rumor and innuendo, Welcome. that's what's entertaining. LeBron watched. May over, but not DeMarcus Cousins' watch. New Orleans played better when he was out. That's a big knock on DeMarcus Cousins. So gather round from the Mercedes man cave. Just hit refresh for the next 48 hours. Here's Doug Gottlieb and Jason Smith.
1: Welcome inside. It is the Dan Patrick Show on ah! Fox Sports Radio. Dan with a week off. Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb in for Dan this week. And... You know I'm sitting here over the weekend, Doug, and I'm saying, well, you yeah, know, it's nice to see LeBron James' plane land about you know ten minutes from where we're sitting right now. Boy, I wonder if we're gonna get nope, nope. Sunday night, LeBron James, four one fifty four to the Lakers. One of those I'll always remember when moments. Yeah, where were you? And uh, I was. It, mine, mine's. A, I, I, I'm glad you brought this up because mine's a.
5: I think an interesting story, even though it's not really an interesting story. Go well,
1: ahead. M- mine. I think Child Services may may uh, uh, come at me for this, but. In my living room, we're getting ready to go out to dinner. Myself, my wife, my daughter, and my dad getting ready to go out to dinner. And you know, we're all getting dressed, coming and my dad's sitting at you. My dad anytime we're leaving to go someplace, my dad say, Dad, get there at six, he's there at five thirty. So it's like, okay. So he's just sitting on the couch, we're getting ready, and all of a sudden my dad goes, Whoa. And I said, What? He says, Lebron, four years, hundred and fifty four million to Los Angeles. And I said, Holy blank. And my daughter goes, Dad, I go, Oh, so sorry. Yeah, four one fifty four. Yeah, so now I'm on the computer and everything goes crazy. So I remember because I cursed in front of my daughter. All right, mine was. <laughs> um,
5: so my kids are at sleepaway camp. So my, my wife and I, like, we had uh, we went to lunch with a, a, a friend friend of ours from who works at Fox to a New Mexican place which not yet open. A great lunch, and then just you know, beautiful sunny day in Southern. You California.
1: went to a place that wasn't open. Well yeah, they're doing like
5: a soft opening.
1: You oh, know? okay, gotcha, and gotcha. So
5: like the waiters, the wait staff and the bar staff is all getting so I mean we had and we had really nothing to do, and it took me no less than forty five minutes to air up. She bought like some air mattress to which we could both lay out on the pool together. It sounded like a good idea to her. Mm-hmm. I was like, or we could just get in the pool or we could you could lay out next to the pool. Anyway, I spend no less than 45 minutes getting this thing blown up. Uh, We finally get in and I'm, you know, I'm doing the refresh, refresh, constantly checking. And I figured, look, he did land in L.A. And that would be an ultimate F.U. move to magic to land in L.A. the night before free agency Mm -hmm. and then choose to go (laughs) somewhere else. It was a pretty good sign for Laker fans when he when he touches down in his G5 in L.A. He didn't fly to Philadelphia. He did not. No. Nor did he fly to Cleveland, yeah. nor did he fly to Houston, or Northern New York, or to anywhere, any other uh, innocuous city in, Calif- in, in the States. He just happened to come from Anguilla, which sounds amazing. I don't even know if, I'm guessing Anguilla's nice. I saw him jumping off the cliffs. Mm-hmm. When you say, like, I went to Anguilla, like, that sounds incredible, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, it very safe. I'm I, watching LeBron. Front, I'm sure any prospective team is going, oh, he's jumping off cliffs. That's great. I'd love seeing that. More of that. Let me, so let me see him so, jumping off more of that. So please. so
5: uh, you had a good feeling, but you didn't feel like it was going to be done right then. Right. And maybe I also follow Nick right on Twitter. Of course, you see him on First Things First. And he said that you know, early yesterday morning, I'm watching the soccer game uh, where Russia beats, beats uh, Spain. And he tweets out announcement coming Tuesday, he's told. Right. So uh, I didn't think anything of it. I get like we get out of the pool. I get on my phone and uh, three buddies of mine like 23 and LeBron. What do you think? Like all these. But and I was like, what are you guys talking about? Like, you don't know. You should (laughs) have known 53 minutes ago. LeBron is coming to L.A. I'm like, what? I had some some deal. We had some power surge like two nights before. So my Internet. Uh, sometimes works, sometimes doesn't work, and for whatever reason, my phone didn't refresh, and I'm, like, yelling at my phone. My wife's like, it's nothing. What are you doing? You look like the dumbest person on You're, like, sitting there yelling at your phone, and at the Internet, like, who cares? It's like, well, I wanted to know. <laughs> that's how I knew.
1: See, because my dad has the alerts on his phone. Ah, he does the alerts, the and I can't do that. Yeah, because yeah, notifications alerts? come for, like, for anything. Yeah. You know, like, oh, P- Panama and Colombia are tied 1-1 at halftime. <laughs> okay, you know, I, 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 that's too much. That's too much. Let me Give me the big stuff. Give me the big stuff. But LeBron is a Laker. As we said, four years, $154 million. Not known what's next for the Lakers. Still, Boogie Cousins potentially in play, Kawhi Leonard. But as we talked with Clay Travis a few minutes ago, some maneuvering has to be done. This is, it's still, it's one of those moments where you knew it was coming, you yeah. kind of knew, and, but to actually see it is so incredibly shocking. Like, I remember when I went to see Guns N' Roses, two years ago and they're big not in this lifetime tour and i'm the biggest guns and roses fan in the world okay and i'm in dodger stadium and we're, everybody's there they've been touring the whole time everything else i knew it were there and still the lights go down and they start playing it's so easy and there's a part of me that says no this really isn't going to happen something's going to happen something's going to happen and then axel comes out and he's on the big blow up diamond vision i'm like Oh my bleeping God, it's actually happening. Like I knew it. I had tickets, it was exciting, we were going, but there's that moment where I said, Is it really gonna happen? And I felt that way with LeBron the whole time was it's gonna be the Lakers, but is this really gonna happen? Magic Johnson slow played every not really slow played, downplayed expectations last week. I think the Lakers just lucked into the fact that LeBron wanted to come here. That this was an itch with his career he wanted to scratch. Because for Magic on Wednesday to say, "Yeah, if we don't get anybody this year, no, I can't." That's unfair. Now if we're here next year. It's unfair. You watch Paul George walk out on Saturday night, and right. hey, he had a big party for me in Oklahoma City, so I'm going to stay. And even though you knew it was coming, it was still. Boy, is it really going? Is this really going to happen? Well, oh, there's a lot there. Um,
5: I I don't think. I, I'm going to disagree. I, I do. I think they benefited from. This Boy, there point is a lot time? There is a lot there for right? you. Well, <laughs> do, do I do I think they benefited from LeBron the time in his career wanting to get to LA, scratching the itch. Yes. I I I think Magic knew. I think they knew Paul the Paul George thing. They were kind of souring on Paul George, and he was kind of souring a little bit on the idea of LA. We'll, we'll get to that. So, and I and I think they feel like they know they're getting Kawhi, whether it's this year or next year. And I think they felt like they knew they were getting LeBron this year. And I think that's what Magic was saying without saying it. There's a, like the whole uh, timeline of the weekend is really interesting. But to just to see him come to the Lakers, um, it's not as surprising as I thought it would be, as, as maybe, I understand what you're saying. Like, you know, I've always thought I'd be here and then you're here, right? Anytime it's a trip, uh, I'm watching shots of Russia and the World Cup. I remember when I was in Moscow, you're like, "I can't believe I'm actually here when you're in Red Square or uh different places you've visited, but this is kind of what the Lakers have seemingly always been right They've always been a destination for a player who uh at some point in his career wants to try l a and really, only Dwight Howard and Steve Nash uh and I guess Carl Malone and Gary Payton, like those are the ones that didn't work, but all the rest of them have worked you know worked for wilt, worked for. Kareem worked for uh, Shaq, and it's worked for other, it even worked for Ron Artest. Your Gasol was seen as soft, and he ends up in LA. Now he's like a two time champion. So we've seen so many others end up in LA, not necessarily with the fanfare of LeBron. We haven't, Jordan didn't make it here. There, there wasn't, there were some other guys that never made it here. We have seen it before. I don't know. I, I felt like this was the conclusion that everybody thought would happen, and then it happens. The thing that's most interesting is that. In the past, there's always been a guy
1: to come with them, and to this point, there's not. The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb in for Dan, talking LeBron to the Lakers. The the whole thing with me is that it looked like it was going so sour towards the end of last week. And you look at the Lakers' recent history with big-time free agents coming, they haven't had anybody. I mean, in nearly a decade, the best guy they've had has been Lou Williams, and he's been gone for two years. You know, free agents just haven't been coming. So that that was part of it in my head as well is, is he really going to say, okay, screw it, I'm going to choose L.A., even though especially, hey, when Paul George backed out on Saturday, I said, now what's he going to do? Now is this going to be a big reset for LeBron and go, all right, you know what? Cleveland one more year, and then, and then I'll, we'll try it again next year because obviously crazy stuff happened and Paul George decided, oh, you know, this things are great and I'm going to stay in Oklahoma City. And that's where I, th- okay, things are really kind of unraveling. But the, the fact that this is what he wanted to do, I don't think the Lakers sold him on anything. Magic Johnson meeting at his house with him for three hours, really. Magic Johnson in three hours at LeBron's house in L.A. is going to convince LeBron to sign with the Lakers. Yes, like, like that. That was what he was undecided. You really no, think he's no, no, un- coming think, in and I oh, I've met I met with think Magic. It's, uh,
5: no, no, I don't think it's undecided. Okay, remember, like Magic. Well, his biggest contract was I think like three million dollars, right? Now he's worth half a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. And whatever, like I think people and in LeBron LA, clears that in a year, <laughs> right? But but people people in L.A. like we know like Magic's had some failure there. He's had some great successes in business, but there's been a you know there's the the TV show didn't work, the coaching didn't work. Um, there's you know as a broadcaster he left a ton to be desired, whatever. But the one thing you feel like Magic can do is Magic can own a room. If you've ever been in a room with Magic, you're like man, I don't know what it is, I'm in. Right, he's kind of got that preacher magnetic, even if it lacks true substance. <laughs> sort of right. You're just <laughs> okay. like, dude, I'm I'm gonna whatever that guy says to do, I'm going to do. And remember, remember what he's what 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 magic was up against. Sure, he had L.A. Okay, but he's also got the Lavar Lonzo thing. He's got the idea that they don't have the you know Paul George chose to not come. That was you know, as that meeting took place. There's the Kawhi, do we get him now or do we trade do we trade for him now or do we wait? You know, there's there's a lot of other things that and and you're in the West, which is super competitive. And so <clears throat> he's competing against the Sixers that are loaded with young talent but are without a, a GM, and so it's you know it's Brett Brown and the owners making a pitch. Cleveland, who he does not like the owner, the the GM is super, super young. Um Houston, that thing kind of went sideways a long time ago. To re- where you realize it's probably outside of Chris Paul and playing with two other awesome players. Like doesn't really make all that much sense. And so Magic had to come in and close. That's what Magic does. Like, he, there's does he does he know how to? It. I mean, it's it's like us doing radio. I don't know how any of those buttons work. <laughs> zero. I have zero experience how those buttons work. Okay, none. But. Our, we know how to do our job, and his job is to close. And he went in there and closed. And so, like, I get that he had some things going for him. L.A., LeBron has houses out here. He wants the next. But the, the guy, the one guy who can say, hey, I'm going to, uh, who knows better how to take you from being an NBA superstar to being, you know, to, to make what you make is X to being a 5X better than me. I did it. It's my town. Come in, be a part of my team, and the rest, you know, we'll do it hand in hand. And they got Kobe to call, too. So you get Kobe and Magic on board saying, LeBron, come to our team. Make it your team. I I actually do think that three hours is that that's a closing presentation. That's a partnership. I I think he deserves a little bit more credit than you're giving him.
1: Now, speaking of Kobe Bryant, Doug said the Magic name right there. Forty-five minutes from now, he's going to stop by with us, talk about the LeBron James signing. And uh, I don't know. I I think you're selling yourself short about knowing to do other jobs. You booked Kobe Bryant for this show. You booked him. Well, yeah,
5: I mean, I asked him if he wanted to come on. You booked he said, him. I mean, he, that's, he wants he
1: wants to come on. So look, I mean, that's so here is that, the amazing. You here's, sent me the text last night. I'm like, holy crap! You, you well, Kobe you guys, Bryan's were, Bryan's I told
5: him. you Kobe was coming on. You're like, no, <laughs> no, that- I didn't
1: say. Our boss Scott Shapiro said, "I'll believe it when it happens." <laughs> I was like, all right, here,
5: all right, here's the text. Done. Um, okay, so here's the here's the question. We got we got a bunch. We got to get to. What do we think of Paul George now? Mm-hmm. And then. Um, do we think do do we really think Kobe wants LeBron on the Lakers?
1: We got that again. Kobe Bryant coming up forty five minutes from now. Getting on Twitter at How about a fresca? Doug at Gottlieb Show. Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb from Fox Sports Radio. In for Dan Patrick. My show heard nights here, eight to eleven Pacific. Doug, twelve to three P. M. You're double doing double duty this week Do your yes. show every day. Yeah, we we do knew that. this would be
5: a huge week in sports. What better week to to, to double dip and work with you? We got more on
1: LeBron. Absolutely, buddy. Give me me a little tap right there. We got LeBron. We got Paul George. We got big guests on the way. It's the Dan Patrick Show right here, Fox Sports Radio. Go to rockauto.com for all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com is a family business founded by automotive engineers in 1999 with two goals in mind. First, to give people direct access to all the parts information hidden in the computers and catalogs behind the parts store counter. And second, to make parts affordable by offering reliably low prices. At rockauto.com, you choose the part brands, prices, and features you want anytime, 24-7. Rockauto.com, even as many of the parts you might have been told are, quote, dealer only or no longer available. The parts are delivered directly to your home or office. Why waste time and money hunting for parts? Phoning, driving, waiting in lines. Go to rockauto.com today. That's rockauto.com. And make sure to let them know we sent you. Write Dan Patrick in there, how did you hear about us box, so they know we sent you. That's Dan Patrick in the how did you hear about us box. It's very easy. All the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Fox Sports Radio, the Dan Patrick Show. Would you rather have distance or feel? With Callaway, you get both. Rogue irons with 360 face cups, urethane microspheres deliver power and feel. Explore rogue irons at callawaygolf.com and at your local golf shop, Callaway, the number one irons in golf. Callaway certainly having a better year than Mickey Callaway, but Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb in for Dan Patrick this week, breaking down LeBron James to the Lakers, the big domino in free agency, falling a day ago. and. Doug, I'll tell you what. It's still people are waking up this morning going, oh, my God, I can't believe it. Yeah, I can't believe Russia
5: beat uh, Russia beat Spain. Oh, yes, no, they, uh, yes, they, they, they are. It actually yes. is. Here's what's amazing about about LeBron James come to L.A. Cam Chancellor retired yesterday. Like, I, does anybody even know? Like, people are like what? Yeah. Cam Chancellor, mm-hmm. Legion of Boom, retired yesterday. Tiger Woods finished fourth. uh, What's it, Francisco Molinari shot a 62 yesterday? Mm -hmm. Did you see that? Yeah. A a 62 on Sunday and finished like 23 under par. He tigered, tigered. He just dusted him. Uh, You have the World Cup, which you had two, uh, twice they went to to PKs, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Which hadn't happened yet in the World Cup, and it happens in back-to-back matches. I don't know if anybody cares, but still, Russia home team beating the Spaniards, and the Spaniards basically... Uh, I mean that was the, the most boring style of soccer. I've, they be, the way Spain plays soccer is why Americans, non soccer guys, hate soccer. <laughs> You're like, get on with it already. There's a lot of passing. Spain Spain of loves to all of pass. it wasn't just passing. It was <laughs> passing just to pass, like pass, <laughs> pass. was not like cutting, pass, pass. It was incredibly. It was it was like the coach. What was the coach's name in uh, Hoosiers? Uh, Normandale. It was like Normandale. It was like Normandale was coming. Three like, passes. Hey. How many times <laughs> we pass before we shoot? Well, actually, it's <laughs> four. But it was like four let's do fourteen passes before we do anything. <laughs> fourteen <laughs> passes before we do anything. <laughs> anyway, all of that stuff happens. Oh yeah, and Paul George spurned his hometown Lakers, and yet all that gets nobody cares. It's all LeBron going to LA. It was it really, really is a huge, huge story.
1: Yeah, because you're sure Cam Chancellor said, listen, I'm going to get this out now, you know, LeBron's going to sign this week, and people are going to, wait, what's Clutch Sports? Well, I don't understand. Wait, clutch Sports? Like, and that, like not imagine real. if you're Cam Chancellor, real. because he 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 wrote, <laughs>
5: what is that you? That everybody does? They write in their notes? Yes. Right, they write in notes. Right. So you're working through, like, this is my, he didn't do Players Tribune, he just did it from his own heart, mm-hmm. right? Oh, he just yeah. dug in it, it's like on a Sunday at his house, and it was very emotional. It's like, look, I don't I, I'm not getting to walk away from the game. They're telling me I can't play the game anymore. I, my body is not healing. This is about potentially being paralyzed if I play the NFL. So he's like pouring out his heart on his iPhone, and he's like, "All right, am I going to press send? Like, <laughs> you know, all his friends around him. Like, it once it once it's on Twitter, it's official. Yeah, it's like in Facebook. You know, once you change your relationship status on Facebook, now it's official. Everybody congratulates you. Right? Hey, congratulations. So, so he he's like waiting. Okay, fine. He presses send. And then, like, I don't know, an hour later, all of a sudden, LeBron James is like, yeah, that's not even close to a top line story. Here's the clutch sports. And the way in which LeBron James did it, if you haven't read the Lee Jenkins from Sports Illustrated article, he comes in town on, was it Saturday morning? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Saturday morning, he lands,
1: right? He goes to his. His house in Brentwood. Coverage of the plane land. It's like one of those college football, college basketball stories where so and so may be leaving. Coach says he's going to stay, but this plane took off from Des Moines and landed in Arkansas. And here we think on this plane is Bobby, usually Pe- Bobby Petrino. Yes, you know, so and so is on this plane, and we know. So now you're starting to connect the dots. It's you know, you're seeing his plane lands, and then there's the overhead helicopter from the LA news. LeBron getting off the plane. And yeah, uh, we, we have LeBron. a visual on uh,
5: LeBron. Uh, we're up here, uh, you know, on the 101 on we could see LeBron in his uh, SUV headed to Brentwood.
1: Anyway. like blow, Blowing off car chases to show LeBron's plane landing at Van Nuys <laughs> Airport. Yes. Not LAX, where all the celebrities go. Not even in no, Birmingham. They're, no, no. They're, no go land gonna, at Van Nuys. Van, Van, Van Nuys is the spot now. No, nah, but TMZ is never in Van Nuys. They're always at LAX. I understand, but the privates are,
5: the privates are there or at Santa Monica, depending on how, how small the plane is. Anyway, so he lands. Under cover of darkness, he meets with magic while Paul George is they're having like some Paul George party in Oklahoma City, which would have been really weird if Paul George was like, hey, <laughs> thanks for the party, guys. I'm going to go to L.A. and meet with the Lakers. Go anyway, to the
1: Lakers, everybody! Lakers! Anyway, so, Lakers! so
5: so Laker fans are freaking out. Like, we don't get Paul George. We're not going to get Kawhi. We're not going to get LeBron. We're not going to get anything. Has breakfast in L.A. yesterday, meets with his people, and then right before he's going to get on his plane to fly to Europe with just his wife, couples retreat. He picks up his phone and calls it and says, "Call the Lakers." Like that's a ha- hashtag. Call the Lakers. Baller move. It it is almost like something from a movie, but I, that's kind of what this has become. This LeBron James thing is like a it's like a movie. It, it it's it's like Jurassic, right? I I said this on uh, Friday. I guest hosted Cowherd show. It's like I haven't seen Jurassic, but I've seen Jurassic. Right? Mm. There's dinosaurs. Somehow they get out. Yeah. Every time. People are going to get eaten. Yeah, every time. Somebody's going to find a way to do something miraculous to save the day. Mm-hmm. And yet there's the possibility of another Jurassic movie being made. Like, it's the it's the classic franchise movie. That's what LeBron has become. LeBron Free Agency. Will he stay? Will he go? Maybe he'll stay. Oh, my gosh. He's going to go to a different place in a different city. This is like LeBron James Free Agency Part 3. And in this case, you know, it's call the Lakers, clicks the cell phone, Gets on the plane, flies to Europe, fade to black.
1: That's what it was. I'm surprised the length of the deal, what we're seeing for guys like LeBron and Paul George, because I, I, I really, I, honestly, Doug, I'm really surprised. Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb, been for Dan Patrick, here on the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio, is that a year ago it was, okay, all the super elite stars are ushering in this new level of what the NBA is going to be. one and one deals. So I can go wherever I want to. We can team up. I can go play here if I want to. I can get out of a bad situation if I want to get out of a bad situation and go play someplace else. And we know LeBron has boxes to check on his career. the, the, The two biggest things, the Lakers and playing in Madison Square Garden. Not for the Knicks, but playing in Madison Square Garden. So if they could have moved MSG to Los Angeles, he would have been happy. So he does four years. And I that really shocked me. And, and Paul George had, has injury problems as well. Goes for four years. Where this was not, a year ago it was, okay, everybody's got to buckle up that this is going to happen almost every other year. Big guys are going to be free agents every other year. The elite of the elite. The guys you know, guys that are confident enough they're not going to get hurt, that they're always healthy, that are young enough in their prime. LeBron, KD, all these guys are going to say, yep, one and one, one and one. We're going to control where things happen. Chris Paul also did a four-year deal as well. I, I, think, I think the LeBron and the Chris
5: Paul things. Chris Paul, it's a one last big payday. And I, and I, and I think the LeBron, LeB- the last year of LeBron's deal, maybe the last year and a half might not end that well. It just might like, right. Like I'm not wishing bad things upon him, but I, I am realistic to think he's never been hurt before. He's six foot eight, 260 pounds. No matter how well he takes care of his body better than anybody in the history of sport at some point, father time will catch up with him, whether it's this contract or if there's an additional one, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Chris Paul, even more likely considering his injury past, he's smaller know he's going to take a beating. The last two years of that one might not be the best deal in the world. It won't be a great deal when he gets hurt in the second round of the playoffs this year. The Paul George one blows me away on two levels. One, I can't believe he doesn't have the nuts to go to play for the Lakers. I I can't believe it. But even if you're going to stay in Oklahoma City and you have your injury history, why wouldn't you sign a two, two plus one when in two years you can opt out and then get the five-year long-term deal, like it made Paul George's deal makes no sense at all, other than saying like, "Hey, I love Russ. I'm going to stay with my, Russ. Me and Russ are together for the next four years." But it really doesn't make any sense. I here's what I like in it too for you. Okay? You're from New York. You're in New York. Mm. Right? You live in California. You've done so for over a decade, and you're very happy. Twenty years have been out here, done, 20, raising a 20, family, all kinds years, of stuff. Right, but you're still at your heart, still New Yorker. Right? Sure, still a Met fan. Unfortunately, you're still a Jet fan. Yeah,
1: unfortunately. Although okay. okay, we got
5: Sam Darnold now, so it's all good. Okay, but you're still like those are your teams. That's who you. That's yeah. the fabric of who you are. Yes. Imagine if you're doing midday radio. Now you know what you're doing. Your show now. Okay, doing your show now. Okay. L.A.'s a great place, especially mm-hmm. once you're ingrained in the community. You're done here. You work a great place. And is leaving, which he was leaving before he came back to yeah. New York, right? Which is the, I mean, that's the biggest chair in New York City, afternoon drive. You can talk Mets. You can talk Jets. You can talk Knicks. All of the things that are in your wheelhouse that you know, that you have studied, that, that you don't even have to research. You don't have to do anything. This is who you are as a sports fan. Like, all right, man, we're going to bring you in. And you're going to co-host afternoon drive. And you're like, well, co-host like, no, no, it's New York city afternoon drive radio. And And, I'm getting the money I want. And they tell you a year in advance that they want you. Okay. And you're going to get everything you want money wise. And you're like, nah, (laughs) because I like the guy I'm working with. And I like this area, even though you're not number one, like you're the thunder. And I like Oklahoma. My wife's from Oklahoma. I have ties to Oklahoma. That's like my second home. But if you grow up in Los Angeles as a basketball player and you watch Kobe win his titles, and you know about Magic winning his titles, not old enough to remember Magic winning his titles. Like, I just can't believe that Paul George would go like, nah, not even have a, forget about the fact he didn't have a meeting with Magic. He didn't even pick up the phone and call Magic, which I I do think you should do because they did recruit you, whether they... Really recruited you or not, but to not go to the Lakers, I don't. And if you're going to stay, not do a two plus one where you can get, get seriously paid, that one made no sense. To me.
1: Fox Sports Radio, the Dan Patrick Show, Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb in for Dan this week. And today, as we continue to break down what happened with LeBron James free agency, don't forget Kobe Bryant. Set to join us a half hour from now to talk about LeBron James to the Lakers. With us now on the hotline, Yahoo Sports senior NBA writer Michael Lee. You can find him on Twitter at Mr. Michael Lee. All right, we're starting this way, Michael. Where were you when you found out? What were you doing?
6: Uh, sitting, on, sitting on my couch. <laughs> I scrolled on Twitter, and I saw, uh, got a text message, actually. And then I was like, all right, here we go. Lakers. It is. It is.
5: You know, I, I this is this is. True story, Michael. Last week, um, I was hosting my I was hosting Cowherd show, and I think I made myself sick because, like, my eyes like it wore down my whole because I was watching I was on Twitter so much last week, trying where you know what's gonna happen, what's gonna happen, what's gonna happen. Um, but was was it were you surprised? Like, what was your actual reaction when you said to like, all right, well, let's go? What was your actual reaction when you saw that text that he's coming to L.A.
6: I was like, oh, okay, cool. I mean, I guess it's sort of what the way momentum had been shifting, you know, for the last couple of weeks. It sort of took away some of the drama. You know, I was sort of hoping that there would be some surprise team that would emerge because it seemed like everybody was predicting the Lakers and it was almost the easy choice to make. I felt like in 2010, Miami sort of caught us off guard. And then in 2014, the feel-good homecoming story wasn't what I expected, but it was great. So I sort of had my fingers crossed that there would be some sort of surprise. But when it was L.A., it was like, okay, yeah, it all comes together. It makes sense. Uh, It seems like you know, LeBron is thinking about something beyond just basketball with his decision, deciding to join forces with Magic Johnson and learn about being an entrepreneur and doing things beyond basketball with his businesses, his film production company. Everything just added up that it makes perfect sense from a non-basketball perspective that he would just go there and then hope that they build a contender and not worry about Trying to go to a ready-made super team because he's already a one-man super team within himself.
5: Yeah, but 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 this is coming on the back of the night before Paul George committing to staying with the Thunder. Like that had to leave Ugh. that had to leave you to think. Wait, wait, wait. Maybe this. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not happening.
6: That that one. No, not not at all. That that was more of a surprising choice, and I, I, I was more thinking that it said more about Paul than it did about the Lakers. Um, I thought, I thought that. LeBron was going to go there either way because he has the confidence that guys are going to want to come play with him. He has the confidence that, you know, he can win with whoever is on his side. He proved that this year in Cleveland. With Paul, that was more of a shocking choice because there was not enough shown to me by the Thunder in his one year there to convince me that this was the best option for him. You know, um, the fact that they were eliminated in the first round, he didn't really play that well for stretches in the season. He had such an up-and-down season. Um, I didn't see enough to say, oh yeah, I need to commit here long term. (laughs) Um, That was really a shocker. And the fact that he didn't meet with other teams, I was just more disappointed that when you're a player in this position, unrestricted free agency, you have an opportunity and you sort of have a duty to explore every option and to really explore it, to meet with teams that want you. I mean, the Lakers wanted them. Philadelphia would have loved to talk to him. And I just feel like even if he, in his heart, knew he wanted to stay in Oklahoma City, He sort of owed it to himself to at least hear the pitches, to at least understand where these organizations are headed and what they want to do. Uh, For him to just sort of commit without really um, doing the full investment of going through these meetings and listening to teams, uh, it really blew me away. I, I, I was totally stunned by that decision.
1: You know, I, I saw that, Michael, I have a cousin who dated this girl for, like, eight years, and the reason they dated is because she made it easy for him. Like, she was always in front. She was always there. Whenever, hey, wherever you want to go, wherever you want to do, I'm free on Friday, I'm free on Saturday, I'm free on Saturday. It was so easy, and they, date, they they finally broke up, which was good, but, you know, they dated for the longest time because she made it so easy, and I feel like... That was Paul George. Hey, here's the Thunder saying all these wonderful things. You're going to have a party. You're going to come. All this great you love. And he's like, yeah, everything is easy. So I'm going to stay in Oklahoma City because I don't don't really want, when it came down to it, I don't really want the challenge of playing in Los Angeles and playing for the Lakers.
6: That's sort of what I interpreted um, because, again, if you grew up in L.A. and you are a kobe fan and you love you know what the lakers that brand means and what it could do for you in terms of a marketing perspective and making you a household name making you a star you know a real true star beyond just anything else uh any no other teams provide that platform you kind of owe it to really listen to what Magic johnson has to say i mean this is one of the greatest basketball players of all time but also a true success story off the court why not listen to what he has to say and see what maybe playing in L.A. can do for your life beyond basketball? Um, I was really shocked. And also, I feel like it provided some comfort, too, because if he stayed in Oklahoma City, he's never going to get blamed for the failures. It's always going to be on Russ. If he goes to L.A., even if he's with LeBron James, if it doesn't work out, right. LeBron is not going to get blamed. It's going to fall on Paul. And I don't know if he really wanted to handle the pressure of being – the guy and having all that fall on him. I think the experience of being in Indiana when uh, he could only get those guys to, to the first round and lose in the first round, I don't know. if I think that may have maybe set an example for him that you know maybe I'm just not going to be the guy to carry a team. And Russ is a guy who embraces all of that, who doesn't really care deflects from all that negative attention or uses it as fuel. Paul's not that kind of guy. And I feel like you're right. This was a comfortable move for him to make because he could make all the money with a whole lot less pressure.
5: All right, so what happens now with Kawhi Leonard?
6: It looks like he's going to get moved, and it looks like he's going to force his way to the Lakers by any means. Um, you know, I think that the Paul George situation sort of makes it imperative for the Lakers to kind of make this trade, because if he wants to go to Philadelphia, they could make it a place that he he wants to stay. And you wind up missing out on two stars in back-to-back years when they made it clear that they want to be in Los Angeles. So I think the Lakers kind of owe it to themselves, LeBron's already committed to them. They kind of owe it to him to give him a chance to compete for championships since he decided to not just go there for one or two years, but for four years, which meant that he's dedicated to being a part of the Lakers organization and trying to raise a banner there. So I think it's in their best interest to try to get Kawhi there. It looks like he's done in San Antonio. And you just don't want to risk losing another star player to having a one-year rental somewhere and then find out that he actually likes it.
1: Yahoo Sports senior NBA writer Michael Lee. You can follow him on Twitter at Mr. Michael Lee. That is at Mr. Michael Lee. Michael, as always, thanks a bunch so much. And hey, when Boogie Cousins signs with the Knicks, we'll call you.
6: (laughs) Well, dang, that means you're never calling me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Very good, sir. Very good. Great stuff there with Michael Lee. Take it easy, my friend. We're live from the Mercedes-Benz studios. Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb, in for Dan Patrick. And you know, it's a funny thing about Kawhi now, because this is a point now. The dust is settling with LeBron, and obviously right. he's the next part of the conversation. What's next? Boogie Cousins, obviously, the Lakers are going to talk to him, but Kawhi Leonard is what it's been about. Who's got the hammer now in negotiations? Do the Spurs have it because the Lakers realize, as as Michael just said, hey, they got to go get Kawhi because they owe it to LeBron, or do the Lakers have it because they can say, hey we got lebron we'll wait until what he's okay with waiting one more year for us to go get somebody so we're not going to go crazy and give you everything you want i can see both sides of that uh, look i i still think that that the lakers have
5: a better uh have a, a slightly upper hand in negotiations as compared to the spurs and i i remember like i was listening to people say well they're going to the spurs they can dictate terms you know they can have they can make them trade kuzma and ingram and two first round draft picks like it's crazy. No, it's that's not what's going to happen. Uh, the likelihood is it will be <clears throat> a, a starter and potentially one other player and a first round pick. And that gets it done. But I think the Lakers, I don't think it's confidence. I, I, I don't think it's arrogance. I think it's confidence that they can get Kawhi Leonard next year. In addition to which next year is the big free agency bonanza year. And, they'll have the cap space. They'll have even ad- even more additional cap space because some of these deals that they've signed are one-year deals. In addition to which, Luol Deng's would be an expiring deal to which they can stretch this year or they could trade away next year's expiring uh, I- expiring contract. There's a bunch of different options that they've put themselves in a really good position. And now you have LeBron who, guys, uh, we'll, we'll see. I, I, I think people want to play with. Am I convinced that everybody wants to play with him? No. But I do think there's enough guys that want to play with him, especially in this part of LeBron's career where he'll facilitate more. He'll create more shots for other people because he knows he can't do it all by himself. Um, I think it ultimately gets done. He ends up as a Laker this year, but I, I don't think it's going to be nearly as
1: steep a price as people thought going back maybe a week ago. 2018 Mercedes-Benz summer event. When it comes to summer, performance never takes a vacation. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. If you missed any of the Dan Patrick Show celebrity interviews this past week for the Mercedes-Benz summer event, Man Cave, just go to the Dan Patrick app where you can watch and listen from inside the Mercedes-Benz Man Cave. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. Coming up next, Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb in for Dan. Wait till you hear Cavs owner Dan Gilbert's statement following LeBron's decision to play for the Lakers. It'll blow you away. Next on Fox Sports Radio. LeBron, you came home and delivered the ultimate goal. Nothing but appreciation and gratitude for everything you put into every moment you spent in a Cavaliers uniform. We look forward to the retirement of the famous number 23 Cavs jersey one day down the line. Dan Gilbert, chairman. Cleveland Cavaliers. The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb in for Dan. You can hear our shows. My show night, 8 to 11 here at Fox Sports Radio. Doug, 12 to 3. That's part of the statement that Dan Gilbert, owner of the Cavaliers, put out following the news that LeBron James is jumping to the Lakers. And don't forget we have Kobe Bryant coming up in about 15 minutes from now uh, to talk about LeBron going to the Lakers. Kobe apparently played a big part of getting LeBron there. But this whole statement, Doug, and this is part of a, of a, a five- or six-paragraph statement that Dan Gilbert put out about LeBron James leaving. This entire time, I always saw the Cavaliers' attitude as, yeah, if you're going to stay, great, but we're not going to really do anything crazy. We, we, you know, We're not going to go crazy. We're not going to show you have to stay or our lives are ruined. Like, Dan Gilbert really was ready for LeBron to go. I like he had I, he had this ready and it was oh, I'm I'm sure
5: like I'm sure he's realistic about it. I, I I'm gonna disagree there. Look, I think that everybody has we all grow, mature, and learn from the past, right? So take LeBron. First time they have they have the the interview in Greenwich, Connecticut, where they did raise two million dollars mm-hmm. for the boys and girls I know cause no one no boys and girls club needs more funding than Greenwich, Connecticut. Mm. They that those those poor kids <laughs> when they get dropped off by their nannies and mannies it's very and, very and difficult. it's very very difficult but yeah. still uh like from the decision and then you go to when he penned the article and returned home to now just making a straight business decision hey put all your offers on the table we'll review them all we'll come to a decision in very timely fashion like this was business like this was efficient for lebron james mm-hmm. and it was done and so I just I think that that's no so different here for the Cavs and Dan Gilbert. Look, I was emotionally torn and he was he was pissed last time. And now he's now he's more at peace. We won a title. We made it work. We did everything we could to try and try and keep you last time. This time we did as as well as we possibly could have. And you left and we're going to let's take the high road because the low road just doesn't sit well with people. And I, I kind of think that's what this is. Like, you can sit there and go, like, "Well, Dan Gilbert, like, I don't want to write this. I fine, say something nice, and I'll put, I'll sign it." I just think people learn, they evolve, they grow, they mature. It happens with us as guys, especially, and I think that's what's happened with Dan Gilbert. I frankly think that's what's happened with LeBron James.
1: No, uh, see, because I think Dan decided, Dan Gilbert decided. You know what? I'm done. I'm done with all this, and I'm done with the circus leaving town potentially for good. Meanwhile, you have decided to allow the best player of this generation to say, you know what, I'm, I'm leaving town, and I'm not going to do anything to show we're going to try to keep him. No talk of the past week about hey, bringing somebody in, trying to make a big trade, trying to get a free. We're going to move. It was just hey, LeBron, if you stay, we'll keep Kevin Love. Oh, oh, that, that's nice. That's nice. so I'm going to uh, walk back into the, the same. The idea at that they you, didn't do anything. Like, at least we, you make it look like you're doing something, and that's what I mean. They were. He seems like he was very happy with. Okay, and now it's done, and <coughs> LeBron is leaving. Uh, look,
5: <coughs> I think this is why Kyrie left. Is he knew he was leaving, and Kyrie didn't want to be the guy holding the bag at the end, right? Um, and I do think that that circus does wear people down. It, it's just a lot. It's a lot for all of you. It was a lot in Miami. It's a lot in Cleveland. It's going to be a lot in LA, although he's coming to a place in LA, which is much more equipped for, for those type of events, mm-hmm. the TMZ for going everywhere. Um, but, but, but to say they didn't do anything, my guess would be they made a presentation to, and this is an educated guess would be, they told the Hey dude, if you want to stay, here's what we're going to, here's our plan. And if you don't want to stay, that's cool. You just, But you got to tell us because we're not going to execute plan to try and go get Kemba Walker. Or we're not going to execute plan to go and get DeAndre Jordan or whatever you want to do. We can't do it until you stay. We stay because otherwise, we, that's what happened. The true story of what happened last time was they did everything in their power to keep him. They fired Mike Brown. They Remember, they brought in Shaquille O'Neal. They brought mm-hmm. in all these terrible contracts. And then he was gone. They're like, what? Now what? And they were awful, and they had to slowly kind of try and rebuild and and go through the draft, and eventually they had enough assets to wear. It was a viable destination for him this time. I think they had a plan. You stay. Here's what we're going to try and do, and if not, let us know. We appreciate your service, and we're going to move on. I just, yeah, I but, th- but this is it-
1: not some guy, Doug. This is LeBron. I mean, what are you supposed, supposed to do? What are you supposed to do? This he is- wanted he wanted to try something else, exactly. But at least at least make it look like we're attempting. To go out and get it. Basically, I I, I feel like Dan Gilbert said we're going to shut the door on LeBron James. They did nothing to make it even difficult for him to make it seem like for their fans, for everybody, that we're going well, like, hey, to keep him. What would you have done? Hey. We're gonna we're gonna have some meetings. We're gonna talk to some free agents about coming in, coming into Cleveland to team up with LeBron. Hey, to throw that out there you to play the game Magic you, Johnson played. You can't do that
5: until the first you first of July. No, Magic Johnson was doing it the entire last. I'm sure six they months. were. I'm sure they were doing it. I'm sure the Kemba the Kemba Walker story that was floated last week that was their plan. Like we'll go get Kemba Walker if you want to stay, and he was like, Nah, I'm good, and that's it. Like, what do you want to do? He wants to leave. He wants to go to L. A. There's nothing that's going to stop him. I just, that's the reality of the place in which they are.
1: The Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb in for Dan. LeBron is a Laker. We are on NBA Free Agency Overload. Coming up next, Doug Gottlieb, expert booker and producer, has booked Kobe Bryant to join us next. He's coming up right here, Fox Sports Radio.
4: Harken back a decade ago. It was the dawning of the Dan Patrick Show. Broadcasting from an attic in Milford, Connecticut, filled with cats. And I see a cat (laughs) fall. Danettes. Plugging things in, unplugging things, following wires. And multiple fire hazards. Man, this is dangerous. But as time does, time moved forward things were said Logan Thomas was going to be the star things no one was proud of but will live on forever in the annals of Dan Patrick Show history damn I knew this was a bad idea be a part of that history you want to be part of a winner download the Dan Patrick Show app today and hear anything that you've missed
1: Now, if you look at NBA history, the top eight scores of all time, total points, six of the eight have had Laker jerseys on.
4: At the beginning of the season, LeBron is where, Kawhi is where, and Paul George is where. Paul George, back in Oklahoma City, most likely play. I'm going to say Lakers for LeBron. Kawhi Leonard still a spur. Whoa. Boom. Set it. Welcome to the Dan Patrick Show in the midst of NBA free agency. All this speculation, this rumor and innuendo, that's what's entertaining. LeBron watched may be over but not demarcus cousins watch new orleans played better when he was out that's a big knock on demarcus cousins so gather round from the mercedes man cave just hit refresh for the next 48 hours here's doug gottlieb and jason smith
1: greetings welcome inside the dan patrick show at fox sports radio jason smith doug gottlieb in for dan this week and here are shows normally on fox sports radio 8 to 11 Specific for myself, Doug, 12-3, to 3, doing double duty all week long. You did Colin's show last week. You got Dan Patrick with me this week. You got your show. I mean, is there any downtime for you at all? Yeah, after this. Oh, after this? After, after this week. We'll, You're we'll, going to Europe with LeBron? Uh, I'm not going to Europe with that would be That would be pretty
5: cool. Here's the thing that LeBron, I think, is going to learn, though. Okay? It's, it's one of the things about living in Los Angeles. It's very, very simple. You'll get to a point to which you'll go somewhere else. You're like, why did I leave? Right, mm. <clears throat> right? L.A. in the summer. There's a reason everyone comes to L.A. in the summer, because it's perfect every day. But still, uh, I don't know, maybe we'll do Maybe we'll do Europe. I don't yeah. know.
1: We'll just hop, hop on a flight. You know, the funny thing is everybody that I've ever in my life, you know, look, I've been out here for 20 years now. You grew up out here. It's the same thing. Anybody who ever leaves says, boy, I miss the conveniences of L.A. That's the one I miss. Everything is any kind of food I want, a movie, any anything is within a stone's throw. And I don't get that when I go someplace else.
5: Big. Well, n- now you get now you get all the big stars, including the, the biggest star in the NBA playing at Staples that, like it's a it's a it's a it's a, a sea change really in the NBA in that now all of a sudden the Celtics become the absolute favorite in the East and the West gets even more difficult, even more arduous to get to the top.
1: And things get bigger for us right here on Fox Sports Radio. Joining us now on the hotline, LeBron is a Laker. He had a big role in it. It's the Lakers' Kobe Bryant. Kobe, good morning. How are you?
7: I'm good, man. How you doing?
1: Dude, we're doing, all right, look, we're asking everybody the where were you moment, but obviously you talked to LeBron uh, the night before. We saw the Lee Jenkins article in Sports Illustrated. How did that come about?
7: Um, well, I mean, we've known each other for a long time, man. You know what I mean? So um, there's always been kind of that brotherhood there that, that's, you know, it goes back to our first time playing together, at the Olympics, right? And so, you know, for him now to be a part of this Laker family, you know, it's it's um, you know, it's big, man. And and look, it's like you know, once you put on that golden armor, man, it's like you become a part of that of this culture, you become a part of the history. And uh, I, mean, I couldn't be more excited for the city and for uh, for Rob, Magic, and Genie. All
1: right. So, what was part of the conversation that you had with LeBron? What was with some stuff you talked about?
7: Now, just hey, welcome to the family, bro, you know. um, And, uh, you know, just getting together when he gets out here and, you know, just making sure his kids were good, family's good, and, uh, you know, that whole bit.
5: Okay, so, like, we're all reacting Saturday night to the news that Paul George is staying in Oklahoma City, which caused a lot of people to think, wait a second, hold on, maybe now LeBron won't go. What, What was your reaction when Paul George didn't even have a meeting with magic, magic got fined five hundred thousand dollars for tampering, right. for winking. Didn't have a meeting. He he doesn't have a meeting with anybody else. He stays in Oklahoma City. What'd you think when you saw that?
7: I didn't have much of a reaction to it. You know, I, I've you know, Rob Palenka has been my guy for so long, and you know, I know how he operates. So I know he has, you know, he's cut the pie a million different ways, right? So he, he has options. If that falls through, he has this. If that falls through, he has that. So he has backup plans to backup plans. So I was never really worried about it. I knew he was gonna, you know, he had an other option, um, and because uh, that's just how he operates, man. So I wasn't tripping at all.
5: Okay, so for a long time in LA, you know, you're if you're on Team Kobe, you can't be on Team LeBron, right? <laughs> you just you can't, right? Now, <clears throat> now you guys never got to face each other in the finals. Like it just never worked. We never got the battle of those two superpowers. We got you in the Celtics, but we didn't get you versus LeBron. Okay, so I, look, I, 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 everyone read the tweet. You're, you're taking the high road, you're welcome into your city, welcome to your team, but you, you have to tell NBA fans, Laker fans, how do you really feel about LeBron James wearing your team's jersey?
7: <laughs> I love it. Man, listen, it, here's the thing. The NBA does better when the Lakers are at their um, you know, highest potential. And for the city of LA, it's important for us to have that star power. Now look, you know Jerry was here, Elgin Baylor was here, Wilt was here, Magic was here, Cat was here, Shaq, myself, and now let's carry it forward again, right? You got LeBron here now; it's his turn now. Hopefully, he can, uh, you know, which he will. He'll he'll take this uh, this franchise back to its prominence, man. So I, I'm excited. I mean, I bleed purple and gold, and like since I was like three years old, <laughs> you know, what I mean, it cuts real deep with me, man. So I'm I'm really excited. Did you know? After
1: your conversation, did you know when when the, when the news got tweeted out? When did you know?
7: Uh, I can't remember exactly when I knew, but I I, I knew. Um, I, I I'm pretty sure I knew before everybody else.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Kobe called Clutch Sports, and Clutch Sports. Put yeah, I so re- re- don't. I don't
5: know if you read Lee's article, but Lee's article said that LeBron, uh, you know, like listen, it was it was it it felt like a little bit of a script. So maybe it's not exactly how it happened. It said he was getting on his plane to fly to Europe and he called Rich Paul and said, call the Lakers, hung up and got on the plane. So that's not really the way it went down?
7: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that sounds about right.
5: <laughs> Kobe Bryant joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb in for uh, Dan, uh, Dan Patrick and the Danettes. Um, okay, so you, you mentioned you believe that LeBron will take the Lakers back to where they belong, to prominence, to top, the NBA. W- what's this going to be like? You've been a part of the builds, the rebuilds, several times over uh, with the Lakers. How, what should our reasonable expectations be based upon the roster they currently have wearing uh, purple and gold?
7: Well, you know, I think the, the wonderful thing about this is that it, it really does um, speed up the development of the younger players um, where you know, they've been growing so much and now here they are thrust into the spotlight. And you know how pressure, pressure makes diamonds. And so, in this situation, you'll see Lonzo step up. You'll see Kuzma step up more. Like, the young guys will really um, step up and rise to that challenge and uh, hit their potential a lot faster than it ordinarily would.
1: Do you think they all stay? Well, all the talk about Kawhi Leonard, that's still on the table. He wants to come here. That all those players, guys like Kuzma Brandon Ingram, Lonzo, they'll all still be here?
7: Well, the most important thing is that they have talent here now, right? So, you know, the Lakers have put themselves in a beautiful position, uh, where you have a myriad of options, right, and um, all of which you know we'd all be happy with. So,
5: if uh, if he doesn't win a championship,
7: is it a failure? No, nah, we'll we'll get back to that level.
5: No, I understand. <laughs> I, I, we'll get
7: back to that I understand, level. I, but you still I, look. No, you got no, the. You listen, still he, he, <laughs> he bro. He is family now, and um, as a Laker, we will get back to that level. I remember Magic said it when Shaq and I first came on board, and uh, you know his. Um, unyielding support for us was um, was something that we relied on heavily. And uh, we're all going to rally around LeBron and support him just the same, man. We're, we'll, we'll get this done.
1: Doug, Kobe had no time for that question. He had he
7: no had, – had no, I mean, he, like, <laughs> you got to offer up the possibility, right? Like, look, nah, you had – like, he, Hey, he's in the golden armor, my man. That's, that's family now.
5: Bro. I understand. But, look, Carmelo, Malone, Gary Payton, they come over here. And then Dwight Howard and Steve Nash – they, they, they came, others have chased what you have, what you have captured, right? They've, others have tried to do it and have failed. I just have, we offered up the, the thought, all right, here's, here's my question. He's 33. He's 33. And he's been able to, to not be injured. You had the knee, th- you had several different knee things. And then obviously yep. the, the Achilles, yep. um, how long can he, how long can he continue at this pace considering he's a, he's a huge man who's never been hurt.
7: Well, I mean, here's the beautiful thing about, you know, the size that he has is that it gives him great versatility. So when he reaches a point where he feels like his game is slowing down or his explosiveness is diminishing, with his size, he can easily and comfortably move to the low block, right? He can play down low. He can play the mid post more. He can play on the elbows more. So his size gives him great versatility and uh, the ability to adapt uh, with age. I mean, you saw I had to adapt to age. Mine had to adapt to age. Certain players had to adapt, but, you know, I was six six, right? So I was trying to – I was posting up and having to do things with bigger guys. But LeBron's size is 6'10". I mean, that's a natural evolution for him. So I don't think he'll have much of a problem with it.
1: You know, we talked about you talked about evolution of how things have been going free agency-wise for LeBron. He had the decision. Then he had the first-person article for Players' Tribune. Still, this was such a big deal with police uh, helicopters following him as he landed in Van Nuys on Saturday, which is so L.A. and so awesome. Do you like the way free agency goes now with players and how things go and how big of a deal it is like this?
7: Well, you know, I just think it just elevates the game as a whole, right? If, you, if, if this much attention is being paid to free agency... That means the game is extremely popular and it's really in a good spot, right? And we live in, in an era now with social media and, you know, so many different media outlets that everybody's trying to one-up each other, right? So that just raises and heightens uh, the electricity that surrounds free agency. So, I mean, it's all good, man. It's all good. It just does nothing but, uh, you know, make the game more popular.
5: You, you, know? cho- you chose to kind of remove yourself from L.A. You-, you live, you know, you had to helicopter in from where you live to get to Staples. Yeah. And and you you did that, I would I would guess, to kind of get away from some of the noise and have your, your own thing. He's chosen, at least his two homes now, that's Brentwood, that's West L.A., that's right in the heartbeat of it. How challenging do you think that's going to be for him? Like, he's had a circus before, but it's a circus right. in Akron and Cleveland. It's completely different when you're in L.A. What's that challenge like for
7: him? Well, you know, I think it'll be fine, actually. I think, you know, there'll be a lot of hype at first. But, you know, what happens in L.A., even in you know OC, is that the city claims you? So they wind up protecting you and shielding you and and looking out for you, right? I mean, so I think at first it'll be you know a little crazy, but when things stabilize and they settle down, um, the community will actually rally around him and protect him, him and his family. So
1: you gotta watch out, Kobe. you sound management now.
7: You're, you're management. No, nah, bro. Listen, now, man. listen, <laughs> man. It is, I, I was to say I was excited was you know like. Jeannie, I remember Jeannie, when her and I first talked, and her about taking over the team and stuff, and um, and uh, her finally deciding to do that, and being really happy for her, and you know, and Rob obviously coming back and taking that thing, and uh, knowing the pressure that he was under and the heat that he was under, and you know, the challenge that he was facing. Man, this is a big day, man. This um, is a big day.
5: You've you've already you've obviously won five NBA titles. Okay, you've you've won an Oscar now. Um, does winning a title? as part of a front office uh interest you in the future.
7: No, 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 I'm not I'm not no <laughs> uh-uh. no 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 but not even, like, not, even if, not even a little? No man, no. Like I I love what I'm doing. I love creating. I love, you know, uh getting up in the morning and, and uh and working on building the studio. You know, I absolutely love it. Um but like, you know, Lakers is family bro. So like, you know, for for Rob to win a championship, uh to me it's like winning another one, man. Like I, I couldn't that's my brother so i'll always be a part of the laker family
5: detail was really well received incredibly well received during the nba playoffs players are well players are like look the the respect i know you want is not just from us but really from players right and players like dude i watched that it was incredible but there is like you're kind of giving away keys to jason tatum who's with the celtics like you're saying lakers are family but you're telling the celtics how to beat everybody else is there is there any sort of pull there because there are guys you like guys you have relationships and guys maybe you don't like how do you handle that
7: i know well no the thing is you know these tactics are things that help jason tatum but there are also things conceptually that can help other basketball players and other athletes and the choice that i made was you know i want to be able to enhance the game for other players Uh, not just the ones that are currently playing, but also for the next generation, right? So, like, if you have a 12-year-old basketball player out there right now and he's watching the show detail and he's watching how the game should be processed and he's thinking about the game at that level now, then what would he be thinking about when he's 17, when he's 22, when he's 25, right? So it's about playing the long game and trying to enhance the next generation of athletes as well as help out the current ones.
5: Yeah, I'm, I'm sure Gigi loves that. I'm sure she rolls her eyes. She's like, "Oh man, are we gonna break down tape again?"
7: <laughs> you know what? That's when it all started, though. Like, I figured, like, if I can create a show that has fun lights and diagrams and arrows and try to make that um, uh, visually fun for, for my kid to watch, then you know she can learn and uh, without me having to sit down with her and bore her to death by watching film. <laughs> all
5: right, all right. One, one last time, just so Laker fans know, guys that have your jersey. You are you are okay with them purchasing a LeBron James jersey today that that says Lakers? Like you you are not. If they take off a Kobe jersey and put on a LeBron Lakers jersey, <laughs> you're cool with it.
7: Oh my God, yes, man! Are you kidding me? <laughs> Come on, like, just, you know, Go in your sure, closet, like, stack up, stack up on Jerry West, stack up on Magic, on my jersey, buy a LeBron jersey. I mean, let, let's go. I mean, it, it's a, it's 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 all about the Golden Armor, man. And uh, yeah, stock up.
1: And you're gonna let LeBron use the helicopter, right? Because he's gonna gotta live a little bit farther out, and getting to practice might be tough.
7: <laughs> he can use the Mamba chopper anytime, man.
1: All right. All right. How much time did you cut off your commute? And that's what I always wanted to know how much how much did it take you from leaving leaving your house get there, but get to practice? What was it ten bro, minutes?
7: Bro, seriously, like when I first moved out here, there was hardly anybody out here, right? So. The drive for me was like 30 minutes. And then it started becoming like an hour and a half, sometimes two hours. And, I mean, you know, like you got soccer games to get to, you got school recitals to get to, man. nobody got time to be sitting in traffic, man. So um, I tried the helicopter and it t- takes me 15 minutes. The Mamba Chopper. Good. Go Mamba Chopper, man. That is,
5: that, is a, that is a baller move. That's a big baller move. Kobe, thanks so much for joining us. Really appreciate
7: it. Uh, you got it, fellas. Have a good one. All right. Kobe nice. Bryant
5: joining us on Fox Sports right here on the Dan Patrick Show. You believe him? uh that he's happy?
1: Yeah. I I believe him that he's happy. I also believe that, you know, that front office thing maybe I, look, he he says no cuz he's got a lot of things going on Dude, right now. Dude, he shut that down really Listen, fast. Listen, he did.
5: But is the, this the, the is he happy thing he did? He kind of supported it or whatever and uh, you know, Yeah, but if, they're, they're they're still yes. competitor but if he says yes,
1: then our next phone calls to Magic Johnson <laughs> going, "Hey Magic, you know, hey, we just Well, no, he doesn't I, have to I, say I yes. That. He
5: could say he could say, "Look, you know, anything anything
1: is possible in the future." But he knows if I say that, that becomes a thing. He knows if I say that that becomes a whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. Kobe, He Kobe said no. Kobe management. No. He no. said no. It's okay. Hey, I said I said the first I'd never come back to Fox Sports Radio after I was here i I'm never coming back. Look where I am. Look at me up here. Hey, look everybody. I'm next to you. I don't think that's the same.
5: <laughs> I don't yeah, think in that's my world it's the same. same. It is not even I don't close have close to a mamba same.
1: chopper. I don't have a mamba chopper. I don't have that. I I, I used to look for the you're, mamba you're chopper. Asking how much do you know where like he he lives further
5: than <laughs> I live? And the uh, you asked like it's it was, And by the way, him telling anybody it took 30 minutes. <laughs> the wolf from Pulp Fiction couldn't make it with
1: no traffic in 30 minutes to Staples from where he lives. Not possible. Nine minutes later, it's Kobe pulling up. Fox Sports Radio, The Dan Patrick Show, Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb in for Dan. Coming up next, we'll break down Kobe Bryant, what he said, more about LeBron. A couple of really interesting things Kobe said early on in the interview, we got to get to. That's next right here. Keep it on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio, The Dan Patrick Show, Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb, in for Dan this week. My show heard nights, 8 to 11 p.m. Pacific, Doug, 12 to 3 Pacific, and now we have to add a new title for Doug Gottlieb. He is on-air host slash producer slash talent booker. Getting Kobe Bryant on with us a few minutes ago, talking about LeBron James to the Lakers, the role he played, letting him use the Mamba Copter anytime he wants to to get through L.A. traffic. Uh, Doug, I mean, seriously, Doug, this is like you know you can do, you're like the you're like the five tool guy, you know? I I, I I guess you know use
5: use any connection you can. I saw this. This is a great uh, tweet from a uh, Kokomo Schmo who says uh, at DP Show, is it possible LeBron will purchase Wilt Chamberlain's L.A. mansion that's up for sale? You know his his mansion is up for sale. Have you seen that? Yes, yeah. um, the the ten thousand ladies mansion. Yeah, um, maybe Chip and Joanne Keynes to come in and bleach out the hot. Tub. <laughs> oh! Yeah, I would not want the black light. I don't know at, I don't, the, I, at the at the mansion.
1: I don't know that I could move in there with my family. I don't know that I don't know that no, I. Could no, that's that. a third home. It's a third home. Know. That's for just for parties. No, but that's a, that's but that's a movie though. LeBron moves into Will Chamberlain's house, right? And all the ghosts of sex. Start visiting him. Maybe it's an adult film. But and the ghosts of sex start visiting him and, and Wilt and all these other women these parties. And he starts to slowly lose it. And he doesn't understand. His family doesn't understand. He starts playing badly for the Lakers. No one understands. And then it's a comedy because then, like, you know, Jason Sudeikis and, and, and Will Ferrell come in. And they're, like, Ghostbuster kind of guys. And then they wind up hooking up with all the ghosts. They become ghosts themselves. I mean, that's a movie. And now LeBron is out here. You he can get you can get that made. Uh, patent pending. Patent pending. By the way, Pat, I'm going to file that. WGA Pat, Pat, patent pending. Doug uh,
5: Doug uh, Wilhelm heard something I heard. Did Kobe just say LeBron was six ten? Does he think they signed Ben Simmons? He did say six <laughs> ten. He's not 6'10". He's, he's, he's six ten. He he is he he look. He's a huge. he's block out the sun sort of human being. Um, look, I still can't get over. And Kobe took the high road on Paul George, right? Yeah. So he's got he's got you know Rob's got Rob's my guy. He's got. But I I just... I can't get over that Paul George... wasn't even necessarily being given keys to the kingdom. Like, they're like, look, we're going to get LeBron, and you're going to come with LeBron, and you're going to be one of the stars of the Lakers. And he didn't even have a meeting. Dude, the Thunder finished with the fourth best record in the NBA. The Thunder lost in the first round in six games to Utah Jazz. And he re-signed with the Thunder without taking a meeting with the Lakers. I, I still... I just... I can, and and maybe it's uh, you know don't screw with happy, dude. You blew up the situation in Indy. To go tell the only reason that Indy would ever trade you was you said I'm I'm signing with do whatever you want. I want to sign with the Lakers, and so they do. They trade you. You go to Oklahoma City. You're there for nine months, and you don't even have a meeting. Like I, that one blows me away. I, again, you can resign Oklahoma City. You can go like you know it just wasn't really for me. It wasn't feeling it. Didn't have a meeting like of the things that happened this weekend that. And then, of course, he signs a four year deal instead of a three plus one instead of a two plus one. We can start getting paid even ridiculous money in two years. I, I just I, I don't I don't get it. I don't understand. No one who grows up a Yankee fan would turn down the chance to play for the Yankees. Right. Mm-hmm. No one who grows up, uh, you know, like I understand there are certain jobs to which like I look. I turned down UCLA when I was coming out of high school. Now, they had Cameron Dollar, but when I turned him down, I didn't know Cameron Dollar was going to be any good. It was going to be Tyus said he was graduating or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they had signed an, or gotten a commitment from a point guard the year behind me. So there was, and I'm reasonable about how good I was, and the possibility of being recruited over. Hey, but if you're a Laker and you're going to make a max contract, there's no recruiting over you. you were, he wasn't coming by himself. He wasn't coming with LeBron James like, I don't understand if he's if, if you want to say, well, Paul George doesn't like the pressure. OK, he's playing with LeBron James like LeBron's the guy. So Now he's going to play with Russell Westbrook, who took 43 shots in their
1: last game. <laughs> I just don't understand how you don't even have a meeting with the Lakers. Well, I'll bring it down for you because it gets into Kobe and why he reacted the way he did to the fact like taking the high road on Paul George. Paul George didn't want the pressure. As much as he talked about, hey, it's great to play in L.A., it'd be fun, it's my hometown team, he didn't want it, because he could have walked through the door. He says, oh, I'm going to force a trade to L.A., and then he realized, boy, there's a lot of pressure, and I saw what the pressure was like in Oklahoma City, and oh, I, I don't know about that. He didn't want to take a shot at the end of the playoffs when they got knocked out. Russell Westbrook, it's his team. He's never somebody that's going to get blamed for anything. He goes to L.A., and L.A. fails. Suddenly, it's Paul George, it's your fault it's your fault you came here he was not up for the pressure and that's why because if he wanted to he would have done it he really didn't want to and Kobe taking the high road was because it was dude if you don't, don't want think I
5: don't think it's the pride
1: I don't think if you it's don't want to come here don't come I'm not going to be be one of those vindictive people to say because you sound petty and go you don't want to come here screw you man you know that's for us to say on, on the radio but Kobe's like no, if you don't want to come and be part of the Lakers, no. How many times did he say you put on that purple and gold armor? You put on that armor, something happens. Something happens. If you don't want to come, don't come. It's it's fine. We'll be fine without you. As he said, when you had tried to ask him if LeBron doesn't win a championship, he jumped in and said, "No, come on, bro. No, no, we're getting back to that. We're getting back there." Yeah, but how about open up? No, 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 no. You, 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 I'm sorry. No, it's 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 we're we're getting back to that level. And oh, by the way, if you miss any of the Kobe Bryant interview half hour from now, we're going to play it back right here on Fox Sports Radio.
5: But only we're going to re-engineer the questions so they're even better. Because Kobe was awesome, we're going to make our questions better, though. Yeah, that's what we're going to do it. One of the magic of radio,
1: very pointed. We're we're going to change. Yes. We're going to completely change the questions we ask him. So I don't I don't think he was up for the pressure. But Kobe Bryant, when when we asked him more about you know because he was v- sounding very management esque when he talked about LeBron, when he talked about Paul George, you asked him the question about Would you want to be a Lakers front office member, and he said no no no, Lakers are family. It's what I'm doing. That plays into everything he has going on right now. Kobe, when he left basketball, the next act for him wasn't going to be, I'm going to you know travel around and I'm going to be a GM or I'm going to go sc- I'm gonna do. He wants to do things that are bigger than the NBA. What, he became a venture capitalist. He's ringing the bell in the stock market. He's an Oscar winner now. He is doing things that my second act is not going to be on the floor, but it's going to be just as impressive and I'm going to achieve just as much in the business world or whatever ventures I do. So from that point, it didn't it didn't shock me when to hear him talk that way about Paul George about LeBron because he's hey Lakers are family look I'm I'm, I'm helping them out a little bit you know I'm, I'm helping the Lakers I'm helping the Lakers a little bit that was great now I'm gonna get back to my life which is doing all these things and he, he went into great detail about all the venture capitalist stuff all the projects he has studios he's building everything else there so that didn't surprise me because that was that's who Kobe Bryant has been since he left the game yeah
5: I, I listen it's and he didn't really give us anything on their conversation, right? What the conversation was with him. We're gonna and hang LeBron. out when they get to, get to town and everything. Yeah, I, I. But I. I do think that that look that intrigues LeBron. I think it's one of those things um, that look. I. I believe that that he LeBron like Kobe. They don't think they might win. They think they will win. Right? There's just. There's, as long as I'm there, I mean, if you're LeBron, why wouldn't you? Last eight years, no matter who's been playing with you, you've been in the NBA Finals. I can say it's in the inferior Eastern Conference. He's still, look at what he, look at what he dragged to the finish line and nearly won game one mm-hmm. on the road with, right? So I I think there's a, there's a confidence that borders on arrogance for that level of star. Uh, that is amazing. But I also think we have raised a class of athletes that are, are bright beyond what I think common perception is of them. You know, when we were kids, there was still the kind of the dumb jock and there's still sort of a dumb jock syndrome. Oh, there's a jock. Like somehow you're lesser intelligence. And now you have Magic, who's made it in the business world. You got Kobe, who's made it, making it in the business world. And you got LeBron, who's beats by Dre, all this other stuff already making in the business world. I do think that intrigues LeBron, but I also think that he believes that they're going to, they're going to, There's a plan there to get him to win, and I just, I'm stunned that Paul George doesn't want to be a part of that plan.
1: Fox Sports Radio, The Dan Patrick Show, Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb in for Dan. The 2018 Mercedes-Benz Summer Event. When it comes to summer, performance never takes a vacation. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. If you missed any of the Dan Patrick Show celebrity interviews this past week from the Mercedes-Benz Summer Event Man Cave, just go to the Dan Patrick app where you can watch and listen from inside the Mercedes-Benz Man Cave. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. When we asked Kobe Bryant, where was he when he found out LeBron was coming? He says, I forget, but I knew before everybody else did. That's our question of the day. And joining us now on the hotline, NBA salary cap expert Larry Kuhn. All right, Larry, where were you when you found
8: out LeBron was going to the Lakers? Sitting in my home office writing.
1: That seems to be the popular. Everybody was sitting at home doing something. Oh, you know, you know no one was like, oh, I was here. I was, this. I was sitting at home. It kind of blindside well, It was a Sunday
5: night. Yeah. the Sunday night. So it wasn't like you
8: were at a, at a club. And what was your reaction, Larry? You know, it, I can't say it was a complete surprise because everybody had LeBron going to the Lakers for a long time. Uh, you know, Houston was ruled out. Everybody seemed to rule out uh, Cleveland, and Philly was the only other option. You know, I, I have to cop to this. I was saying that LeBron was going to come to LA if he came with another star, and with Kawhi Leonard trade talks seeming to peter out with. Paul George signing in OKC, I thought he was going to Philly. So there was a mild surprise when he still came to L.A. without that second, without that wingman.
5: Okay, so let's let's get into the Paul George thing. What's more surprising that um, that he signed a three plus one instead of a two plus one where he can uh, get huge money after two years or he didn't even have a meeting with the
2: Lakers?
8: You know, I think that Paul George is the kind of guy who said, if I go sit down with Magic Johnson, I'm going to get talked out of this. And I think that that year had a big effect on them. I've spent some time in in Oklahoma City with that franchise, and I know what they're made of. And I knew that they had a pretty good chance of taking that year and using it as one long recruiting campaign. Yeah, it was a little bit surprising if he had waited another year, so signed a one-year deal, opted out of a one-plus-one, he could get that 10-year vet max and get another $5 million. But maybe he did a little bit of a favor for OKC as well, because OKC is in financial trouble right now. They're going to be paying more luxury tax than any team has a right to be paying. And I think they have to do something, because that's not sustainable in that market.
1: NBA salary cap expert Larry Kuhn with us here on The Dan Patrick Show. Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb. In for Dan. All right, so when it comes down to it now for the Lakers, everything pushes to Kawhi Leonard or potentially Boogie Cousins as, as as things continue to evolve. What would the Lakers have to do now to fit Kawhi Leonard in or Boogie Cousins? They gotta make some kind of stuff.
8: Right. So you're looking at a trade now for the most part, although the Lakers did a really good job of keeping their options open because they've managed to sign LeBron. They picked KCP back up. They brought in Javale McGee. They brought in Lance Stevenson, and they still kept Luol Deng and his mammoth contract. What they didn't waive it, and they also have the bird rights—the the rights to keep, the rights to match a contract offer to Julius Randle. So they have a couple of options here. They could go on. They could just wait a year, not do anything. Maybe give Julius Randle a big one-year contract like they're giving to everybody else and say, Julius, we're going to pay you more than any other team's going to pay you right now, but you're only going to get a one-year deal. We'll make you a unrestricted free agent next year, which is going to be big for you, and we're going to swing for the fences next year because we can clear up even $40 million next year, and then <laughs> Kawhi Leonard is going to be coming. Of course, we saw with Paul George, you know, bird in the hand, but the Lakers also have the option of clearing up all that salary now. They can they can waive Luol thing. They could say, all right. And stretch, stretch um, it, right? Exactly. If they waive them, then the salary stretches. Um, they can do that. They can um, tell Julius Randle, hey, you know, it was nice knowing you, but we're going to have to move on. That's going to clear up a little bit more cap room this year. They can get about $18.5 million this year still, Just by walking away from those two guys, if they do that, then there's a chance of going after a Bookie Cousins. Uh, You know, I feel a little bit better with a Bookie Cousins in the Laker locker room if LeBron James is there than if he isn't. Uh, And a one-year deal on that might make a little bit of sense if they feel confident that his knees that his I'm sorry his Achilles is going to be healthy, or there's a little bit of chance right there of maybe doing a sign and trade of Julius Randle to San Antonio as part of a package for Kawhi Leonard and trade him into something where there's some cap room um, uh, options happening. So they have kept their options open. They have some flexibility. They have choices this year. They have choices next year. And they landed LeBron James. So you really have to compliment Rob Palenka and Magic Johnson.
5: Larry, um, you mentioned Oklahoma City's; uh, They're in cap hell. And, And the one way out of it immediately, or at least out of some of it, would be to waive Carmelo Anthony who uh, opted into his contract and it would save them over $90 million. Um, and look, Carmelo Anthony didn't fit uh, that role. He doesn't want to come off the bench. Do they have to do that before the season starts? Do they have to do that? Is there a, is there a timeline when they have to do it to save themselves tax? How does it work with Carmelo and the thunder in terms of uh, the timing of when they would have to waive him if they wanted to save over $90 million?
8: September 1st. If you waive a guy before September 1st, then his salary for that season gets stretched out. If you don't waive him before September 1st, that season gets paid normally. So that's their big deadline. And if they do move on from mellow, it's going to happen then. And I agree with you. He's another year older. He's. I don't think it's going to necessarily end well. And every dollar they spend costs them about $6. They're just way too far over the cap not to do something.
1: You can follow him on Twitter at Larry Kuhn. That is at Larry Kuhn, NBA salary cap expert. Larry, as always, appreciate you coming on with us, my friend. We'll talk soon.
8: No, nope, no problem. My pleasure.
1: All right, there goes Larry. You know, just think about this, Doug. You talked about Oklahoma City. Think about the problem. You're not even factoring in James Harden's contract with the fu- uh, too soon, too soon for that. For a guy, they said we can't pay him, so we have to trade him, and now well, they're paying all kinds of money to other it's, guys. It's a
5: great point. This is, you you just made actually a great point. You sound surprised. No. Oh, okay. You, no, you made All a right. great point that we haven't yet made. And here's, by my estimation, what I think happened in Oklahoma City. Everybody, just like Dan Gilbert, overcompensated for his past letter in this one, which is just glowing like, man, LeBron, you're the greatest. Mm. Man, LeBron, anytime you come back. Man, I can't wait to see that jersey hanging up in the rafters, right? He's overcompensating for what he did in the past. That's what happened in Oklahoma City. They didn't want to go into the tax. So now they'll go so far into the tax. They they they're paying more money to other teams than they are to their own team. Right. That it's yeah. just it's crazy what they are, what they would pay if their salary structure remains as it is. Um, I even think that that one of the reasons Paul George signed this, what I think is a horrendous contract, is because he's overcompensating. Right. He had previously said he wanted to go to L.A. and so he left Indy and he was seen as disloyal to all things Indy had built a team around him and so now in an effort to show loyalty in an effort to show that that I want to play with uh with Russell Westbrook I'm going to sign for longer than I should I, and and Russell Westbrook who he recruited Kevin Durant last time around mm-hmm. but it wasn't it wasn't all out he even overcompensated Paul George working out with him. Let's throw a party for Paul George. Paul George is my best. We are besties. We are close as can be. Everybody's overcompensating for the past in Oklahoma City.
1: Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb in for Dan Patrick from the Mercedes-Benz, Man Cave Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. We'll have more on that coming up, and well, as Kobe Bryant, a special encore presentation of his interview with us this hour coming up in 20 minutes, but straight ahead. LeBron James signing with the Lakers. Who does that leave the door open to win the NBA title? The answer could surprise you. That's coming up next, Fox Sports Radio.
5: Three, two, one. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at com, or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Thanks for listening to the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern Time, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at com, or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app or by searching
1: FSR. Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Steve Gorman on drums, Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb in for Dan Patrick here at Fox Sports Radio. Can you hear my show nights, 8 to 11 p.m. Pacific, Doug 12 to 3 Pacific. Special encore presentation to Kobe Bryant's interview with us from earlier in the show coming up in about 15 minutes as we break down LeBron James to the Los Angeles Lakers. Kobe Bryant said LeBron can use the Mambacopter. He talked about the conversation he had with LeBron on Saturday night, what it's like being in the room with Magic Johnson, all of that coming your way in 15 minutes. Man, but, that's a hard one. That's a hard one for Laker fans, right? Like seeing LeBron in the Mambacopter? No. No, I mean, no. no, 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 well, no. Seeing well, well, LeBron well, 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 like well.
5: like there look, there are dudes that they you don't people don't understand the thing with the Kobe people. Right? Like if you're a Kobe guy, you're not hmm. a LeBron guy. I actually think the personal rivalries are even richer than the team rivalries. Cause LeBron has switched teams. Like you were like, no, no, no Kobe was, you know, you talk to Kobe guy about Kobe and they just lose their mind. Right. They're yeah. like, no, Kobe's better than Mike. Kobe's the Mamba he is this like, look, the Lakers wear Mamba uniforms, mm-hmm. Mamba inspired uniform. He has two numbers, two numbers retired for the Lakers Two. like, there's a different level of fandom. For Kobe Bryant, like now one of his rivals
1: is going to come and play on his team? Yeah, but when you finish 13th, 13th, 12th, 10th in the Western Conference, I, I, I get past that after a few years. I mean, if it, if it was just been one or two years, I get it, but it's been a long time. And the Lakers seem like they've been spinning their wheels no matter who yep. they bring in. Young players, all the young players so great. No, the young players are all overrated. They're all over. Brandon Ingram's overrated. Kyle Kuzma's overrated. They're all nice pieces. But they're well, not, well, hey, they we building by? around... The-
5: well, who are they overrated
1: by? Well, they're overrated by Magic Johnson, who wouldn't part with any of them for Paul George a year ago, which you should have, and by anybody who thinks that these are the players that are going to bring the Lakers back to prominence. It's going to be the stars and the great players with these guys playing roles of a supplemental kind. If Brandon Ingram's your third best player, okay, that's pretty good. Brandon Ingram's your second best player, you're not winning a lot. And if Brandon Ingram's your best player, well, then you're not even making the playoffs. Well, well... Let's, let's
5: let's let's catch our collective breath here. Okay, remember what you're judging is Brandon Ingram's entering your what? Year three? Year three? Okay. Yes. So he's going to he would get he's going to get better.
0: You he improved be, yes. greatly
5: from year one to year two. Player efficiency rating stayed about the same, which was below league average. I, but okay. I understand. Okay, and Lonzo Ball is going to be if he's healthy significantly better in year two than he was in year one. Correct. Sure. Kyle Kuzma should improve from year one to year two. He improved during the year?
1: Yeah, he's the same. You know, he's, he's, he's going to be the same. He's going to be a guy that scores. You know, that, that's going to be Kyle Kuzma. It's not going to be the same.
5: He's, now, a year in the NBA, you're going to be light years better year two. Light years better in year
1: two. Okay, and then, so maybe when you Houston, add in they you can add, get in the eighth spot. Is that really? Really? That's what you want? Yeah. I said, okay, if they all improve and no LeBron James, they're in the eighth spot. Well, rem, that's not good well, enough.
5: Remember, you're also remembering like, look, they... they Went through injuries. They trade. They went through a, a trade. They played some of their younger players. Granted, there was a, a huge chunk of the Western Conference teams, which which were dumping games, trying to be bad. So it's re- it, it is really hard. But they they were getting better. Julius Randle improved leaps and bounds, and their bench is going to be a lot better. Um, look, do I think they're a championship caliber team? Probably not. And I think Memphis should be. Much but be- My- Memphis didn't have Mike Conley so they started dumping games. Dallas was dumping games, but you know why? Why are we sure that San Antonio is going to be a playoff team? Why? I mean that does that does mean that they're getting better. I think the Denver Nuggets are getting better by re-signing all of their guys, but does that mean they're substantially better? Like Denver can get better by re-signing all their guys, but the Lakers can't surpass them adding LeBron James and their younger players getting better. I think you're under. I think you're you're taking. You live in L. A. So that Laker fan thinks Kuzma is a perennial all-star. That's not what the NBA thinks. The NBA thinks they got a steal in Kuzma. Um, Ingram's probably not an all-star. Maybe he is, but he's a he's a he has a chance to be a really good player. I agree with you. Probably your third best if he's your third or fourth best player, you got a really good team. Second best player, not as much. But if, if you see the plan kind of coming together and you put in Kawhi Leonard, who's probably the third best player in the league, and you add it with LeBron James, who's the best or the second best player in the league. And you, you get guys that buy into the idea of being role players, of having the right culture, of being able to guard multiple positions. You have to have guys that can make shots. That's what they did in the draft. That's what they think they have with some of these younger players. The older players they, have, they brought in are, are more culture and toughness guys, especially a Lance Stevenson type. And I I kind of see the plan coming together, and I think you're underselling how good this team can be, especially if they had a quiet. Oh no,
1: no, with with LeBron, obviously they're they're at the top. You can make them at worst the third best team in the West. My point was about those young players being overrated. But but it's what it's what it's what Magic said.
5: That some of those guys were in the wrong roles. Like last year, Ingram was their best scorer, right? Or Ingram or Kuzma, the two best scorers. Or, or or Julius Randle, which you have to understand, if those guys are your third, fourth, and fifth best scorers, now you got a chance. And I think Magic gets that, and I think that's why you might be underselling what they have,
1: even if you're right in that none of them are All-Stars. All right, so who wins the title next year? If we're looking at things right now, LeBron James moving to the Lakers, because I, I look, okay, if they get out of the second round of the playoffs, that's an accomplishment, because the Rockets and the Warriors are both much, much better right now, at this point, with no Kawhi Leonard, no other player coming in. But I, I see this in the East. This is open for the Celtics Correct. to win the title. Correct. Yesterday was a waltz. great day. I don't
5: think they'll waltz. I think the to East. To the is, finals. They'll, they'll no, have look, to beat look, the 76ers. Look, the Bucs are going to be better. I still think the Raptors, the, the, with LeBron out of there, that's their mental thing. I think the Wizards. But yes, the Celtics are the best team in the East, and they're just so much deeper than the Warriors are. The Warriors have some work to do with their bench. That's going to be the big thing in what happens to be now in the season. Because those big three are great, is aging, and Draymond couldn't make a shot. they got to figure out that bench. Otherwise, they might not make it to the finals, and if they do, you got the depth of the Celtics, and you have a guy who's the best player in the Celtics
1: who's won an NBA title before. One through eight, they're the most talented team in the league. As long as Kyrie and Gordon Hayward come back healthy, no reason to think they're not. I mean, they're, they're, They remind me of the Seahawks a little bit in the beginning of their dynasty run where they had all those really good right. young players under team control for a long period of time. Watch out for the Celtics. The Dan Patrick Show. Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb in for Dan. Coming up next, Kobe Bryant joins us to talk about LeBron going to the Lakers and his role in getting the king to Los Angeles. It's next on Fox Sports Radio.
4: Harken back. A decade ago. It was the dawning of the Dan Patrick Show. Broadcasting from an attic in Milford, Connecticut, filled with cats. And I see a cat <laughs> Danettes. Plugging things in, unplugging things, following wires. And multiple fire hazards. Man, this is dangerous but as time does time moved forward things were said logan thomas was going to be the star things no one was proud of but will live on forever in the annals of dan patrick show history damn i knew this was a bad idea be a part of that history you want to be part of a winner download the dan patrick show app today and hear anything that you've missed
1: Baby. Now, if you look at NBA history, the top eight scores of all time total points, six of the eight have had Laker jerseys on.
4: At the beginning of the season, LeBron is where, Kawhi is where, and Paul George is where. Paul George, back in Oklahoma City, most likely play. I'm going to say Lakers for LeBron. Kawhi Leonard's still a spur. Whoa. Boom. said it. Welcome to the Dan Patrick Show in the midst of NBA free agency. All this speculation, this rumor and innuendo, that's what's entertaining. LeBron watched. May be over, but not Demarcus Cousins' watch. New Orleans played better when he was out. That's a big knock on Demarcus Cousins. So gather round from the Mercedes Man Cave. Just hit refresh for the next forty-eight hours. Here's Doug Gottlieb and Jason Smith.
1: Mercedes Benz, the best or nothing. The Dan Patrick Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith and Doug Gottlieb in for Dan this week, taking all the way through NBA free agency. And LeBron James officially a Los Angeles Laker. Kawhi Leonard, DeMarcus Cousins, still the next two big dominoes to fall potentially to new teams over the course of the next few days. But with LeBron being a Laker, that's really all it's been about. Earlier in the show today, got the chance to stop by with Kobe Bryant, who Doug Gottlieb booked for the show. So now he can add that to his resume of things that Doug does extremely well. And Kobe was Very candid on basically everything when it came to LeBron James. His role in getting LeBron James to L.A., letting him use the Mamba Copter. Is he really happy that LeBron is in Los Angeles? Going to get to hear it right now. Kobe Bryant with us on Fox Sports Radio from earlier in the show. My first question to Kobe was, Kobe, you were on the phone with LeBron. We saw the Lee Jenkins article in Sports Illustrated that says you talked to him a lot about what it would mean to come to the Lakers. What was that conversation like?
7: Um, well, I mean, we've known each other for a long time, man. You know what I mean? So, um, there's always been kind of that brotherhood there that, that's, you know, it goes back to our first time playing together at the Olympics, right? And so, you know, for him now to be a part of this Laker family, you know, it's, it's, um, you know, it's big, man. And, and look, it's like, you know, once you put on that golden armor, man, it's like you become a part of that, of this culture, you become a part of the history, and, um, uh, I couldn't be more excited for the city and for uh, for Rob Magic and Genie. All
1: right, so what was part of the conversation that you had with LeBron? Was some of the stuff you talked about?
7: I'm nah, just hey, welcome to the family, bro. <laughs> you know, um, and uh, you know, just getting together when he gets out here, and you know, just making sure his kids were good, family's good, and uh, you know that whole bit.
5: Okay, so you like we're all reacting Saturday night to the news that Paul George is staying in Oklahoma City, which caused. A lot of people to think, wait a second, hold on. Maybe now LeBron won't go. What, what was your reaction when Paul George didn't even have a meeting with Magic? Magic got fined five hundred thousand dollars for tampering right. for winking. Didn't have a meeting. He he doesn't have a meeting with anybody else. He stays in Oklahoma City. What'd you think when you saw that?
7: I didn't have much of a reaction to it. You know, I, I've you know, Rob Polinka has been my guy for so long and you know, I know how he operates, so I know he has you know, he's cut the pie a million different ways, right? So he, he has options. If that falls through, he has this. If that falls through, he has that. So he has backup plans to backup plans. So I was never really worried about it. I knew he was gonna. You know, he had a other option, um, and because uh, that's just how he operates, man. So I wasn't tripping at all.
5: Okay, so for a long time in LA, you know, you're if you're on Team Kobe. You can't be on Team LeBron, right? You just you can't, right? Now, now you guys never got to face each other in the finals. Like it just never worked. We never got the battle of those two superpowers. We got you in the Celtics. But we didn't get you versus LeBron. Okay, so I, look, I, I, I. Everyone read the tweet. You're you're taking the high road. You're welcome into your city. Welcome into your team. But you you have to tell NBA fans, Laker fans, how do you really feel about LeBron James wearing your team's jersey?
7: I love it. Man, listen. It here's the thing. The NBA does better when the Lakers are at their um you know, highest potential. And for the city of LA, it's important for us to have that star power. Now look, you know, Jerry was here, Elgin Baylor was here, Wilt was here, Magic was here, Cat was here, Shaq, myself, and now let's carry it forward again. Right? You got LeBron here now. It's his turn now. Hopefully, he can uh you know, which he will. He'll he'll take this uh, this franchise back to its prominence, man. So I'm excited. I mean, I bleed purple and gold, and like since I was like three years old, <laughs> you know what I mean? It cuts real deep with me, man. So I'm I'm really excited.
1: Did you know after your conversation? Did you know when when the, when the news got tweeted out? When did you know?
7: Uh, I can't remember exactly when I knew, but I I knew. Um, I, I I'm pretty sure I knew before everybody else.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Kobe called Clutch Sports, and Clutch Sports put Yeah, out I, mean, tweet, I, mean, I, I'm don't, I don't know if you read
5: Lee's article, but Lee's article said that LeBron, uh, you know, like, listen, it was, it was, it, it felt like a little bit of a script. So maybe it's not exactly how it happened. It said he was getting on his plane to fly to Europe, and he called Rich Paul and said, "Call the Lakers." Hung up and got on the plane. So that's not really the way it went down.
7: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that sounds about right.
5: Kobe Bryant joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb, in for uh, Dan, uh, Dan Patrick and the Danettes. Um, okay, so you, you mentioned you believe that LeBron will take the Lakers back to where they belong, to prominence, to the top, the NBA. W- what's this going to be like? You've been a part of the builds, the rebuilds, several times over uh, with the Lakers. How, what should our reasonable expectations be based upon the roster they currently have wearing uh, purple and gold?
7: Well, yeah, I think the the wonderful thing about this is that it it really does um, speed up the development of the younger players, um, where you know it, it, they've been growing so much, and now here they are thrust into the spotlight. And you know, how pressure pressure makes diamonds. And so in this situation, you'll see Bonzo step up, you'll see Kuzma step up more. Like the young guys will really um, step up and rise to that challenge, and uh, hit their potential a lot faster than it ordinarily would.
1: Do you think they all stay? Well, all the talk about Kawhi Leonard, that's still on the table, he wants to come here, that all those players, guys like Kuzma, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo, they'll all still be here?
7: Well, the most important thing is that they have talent here now, right? So, you know, the Lakers have put themselves in a beautiful position uh, where you have a myriad of options, right? And um, All of which, you know, we'd all be happy with. So,
5: If, uh, if he doesn't win a championship,
7: is it a failure? No, nah, they will. We'll get back to that level. No, I understand. <laughs> I, I, we'll get back to that I understand, level. I, but you still, I, look, no, you got no, the, you listen, still. He, he, <laughs> he, bro, he is family now, and um, as a Laker, we will get back to that level. I remember Magic said it when Shaq and I first came on board, and, uh, you know, his um, unyielding support for us was, um, was something that we relied on heavily, and uh, we're all going to rally around LeBron and support him just the same, man. We, we're, we'll, we'll get this done.
1: Doug, Kobe had no time for that question. He had, he, had, no. he had
7: no, he had, I mean, he, like <laughs> you got to offer up the po- possibility, right? Like, look, uh, you had bro, like, he, hey, he's in the golden armor, my man. That's, that's family now. Bro.
5: I understand. But look, Carmelo, Malone, Gary Payton, they come over here. And then Dwight Howard and Steve Nash, they, they, they came. Others have chased what you have, what you have captured, right? They've, others have tried to do it and have failed. I just have, we offered up the, the thought. All right, here's, here's my question. He's 33. He's thirty-three, and he's been able to to not be injured. You had the knee; th- you had several different knee things, and then obviously yep. the the Achilles. Yep. Um, how long can he? How long can he continue at this pace, considering he's a he's a huge man who's never been hurt?
7: Well, I mean, it, here's the beautiful thing about you know the size that he has is that it gives him great versatility. So when he reaches a point where he feels like his game is slowing down or his explosiveness is diminishing, with his size, he can easily and comfortably move to the low block, right? He can play down low. He can play the mid post more. He can play on the elbows more. So his size gives him great versatility and uh, the ability to adapt uh, with age. I mean, you saw I had to adapt to age. Mine had to adapt to age. Certain players had to adapt, but, you know, I was six six, right? So I was trying to – I was posting up and having to do things with bigger guys. But LeBron's size is 6'10". I mean, that's a natural evolution for him. So I don't think he'll have much of a problem with it.
1: You know, we talked about you talked about evolution of how things have been going free agency-wise for LeBron. He had the decision, then he had the first-person article for Players' Tribune. Still, this was such a big deal with police uh, helicopters following him as he landed in Van Nuys on Saturday, which is so L.A. and so awesome. Do you like the way free agency goes now with players and how things go and how big of a deal it is like this?
7: Well, you know, I just think it just elevates the game as a whole, right? If, you, if, if this much attention is being paid to free agency... That means the game is extremely popular and it's really in a good spot, right? And we live in, in an era now with social media and, you know, so many different media outlets that everybody's trying to one-up each other, right? So that just raises and heightens uh, the electricity that surrounds free agency. So, I mean, it's all good, man. It's all good. It just does nothing but, uh, you know, make the game more popular.
5: You, you, know? cho- you chose to kind of remove yourself from L.A. You-, you live, you know, you had a helicopter in from where you live to get to Staples. Yeah. And and you you did that, I would I would guess, to kind of get away from some of the noise and have your, your own thing. He's chosen, at least his two homes now, that's Brentwood, that's West L.A., that's right in the heartbeat of it. How challenging do you think that's going to be for him? Like, he's had a circus before, but it's a circus right. in Akron and Cleveland. It's completely different when you're in L.A. What's that challenge like for him?
7: Well, you know, I think it'll be fine, actually. I think, you know, there'll be a lot of hype at first, but, you know, what happens in L.A., even in you know OC, is that the city claims you? So they wind up protecting you and shielding you and and looking out for you, right? I mean, so I think at first it'll be you know a little crazy, but when things stabilize and they settle down, um, the community will actually rally around him and protect him, him and his family. So
1: you gotta watch out, Kobe. you sound management now. You're, you're management. No, nah, bro, listen,
7: now, man. listen, <laughs> man. It is, I, I was. To say I was excited was you know like Jeannie, I remember Jeannie when her and I first talked and her about taking over the team and stuff and um and uh her finally deciding to do that and being really happy for her and you know and Rob obviously coming back and taking that thing and uh knowing the pressure that he was under and the heat that he was under and you know the challenge that he was facing man, this is a big day man this um, is a big day
5: you've you've already you've obviously won five n b a titles okay you've you've won an oscar now um does winning a title as part of a front office uh interest you in the future
7: no 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 i'm not i'm not no <laughs> uh-uh. no no no, no. not even like, Not even a little no man no like i i love what i'm doing i love creating i love you know uh getting up in the morning and and uh and working on building the studio you know i absolutely love it um but like you know lakers is family bro so like you know for for rob to win a championship uh, to me, it's like winning another one, man. Like I, I couldn't that's my brother. So I'll always be a part of the Laker family.
5: Detail was really well received, incredibly well received during the NBA playoffs. The players, are, well, players are cool. like, look, the the respect I know you want is not just from us, but really from players, right? And players are like, dude, I watched that; that was incredible. But there is like, you're kind of giving away keys to Jason Tatum, who's with the Celtics. Like you're saying, Lakers are family, but you're telling the Celtics how to beat everybody else. Is there is there any sort of pull there because there are guys you like, guys you have relationships and guys yeah, yeah. maybe you don't like, how do you handle that?
7: I know. Well, you no, know, the thing is, you know, these tactics are things that help Jason Tatum, but there are also things conceptually that can help other ba- basketball players and other athletes and the choice that I made was, you know, I want to be able to enhance the game for other players. Uh, not just the ones that are currently playing, but also for the next generation, right? So, like, if you have a 12-year-old basketball player out there right now and he's watching the show detail and he's watching how the game should be processed and he's thinking about the game at that level now, then what would he be thinking about when he's 17, when he's 22, when he's 25, right? So it's about playing the long game and trying to enhance the next generation of athletes as well as help out the current ones.
5: Yeah, I'm, I'm sure Gigi loves that. I'm sure she rolls her eyes. She's like, "Oh man, are we gonna break down tape again?"
7: <laughs> you know what? That's when it all started, though. Like, I figured, like, if I can create a show that has fun lights and diagrams and arrows, and try to make that um, uh, visually fun for, for my kid to watch, then you know she can learn, and uh, without me having to sit down with her and bore her to death by watching film. <laughs> all
5: right, all right. One, one last time, just so Laker fans know, guys that have your jersey. You are you are okay with them purchasing a LeBron James jersey today that that says Lakers? Like you, you are not. If they take off a Kobe jersey and put on a LeBron Lakers jersey, <laughs> you're cool with it.
7: Oh my God, yes, man! Are you kidding me? Come on, I like, just, you know, well, go I in your sure, closet, like, stack up, stack up on Jerry West, stack up on Magic, on my jersey, buy a LeBron jersey. I mean, let, let's go. I mean, it, it's a, it's 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 all about the Golden Armor, man. And uh, yeah, stock up
1: and you're going to let lebron use the helicopter right cuz he's going got to live a little bit farther out and getting to practice might be tough
7: <laughs> he can use the mamba chopper anytime man
1: all right. all right how much time did you cut off your commute and that's what i always wanted to know how much how much did it take you from leaving leaving your house get there but get to practice what it was 10 bro, minutes
7: bro seriously like when i first moved out here there was hardly anybody out here right so the drive for me was like 30 minutes. And then it started becoming like an hour and a half, sometimes two hours. And, I mean, you know, like you got soccer games to get to. you got school recitals to get to, man. nobody got time to be sitting in traffic, man. So um, I tried the helicopter, and it t- takes me 15 minutes. A mamba 15, chopper. go mamba, go. mamba go. chopper, man. <laughs> that, is, that,
5: is a, that is a baller move. That's a big baller move. Kobe, thanks so much for joining us. Really appreciate
7: it. Uh, you got it, fellas. Have a good one.
1: So there was Kobe Bryant with us early on the show. Okay, now biggest question I'm going to ever ask you, Doug Gottlieb. Yep biggest baller move, Kobe helicoptering to practice, or LeBron flying into L.A., telling his agent, call the Lakers, I'm in, and then flying out to Europe. Bigger baller
5: move. I I think showing up to, I I think having a chopper take you to the game is, I, I oof, I, I I think that in the, our conversation with Kobe, it may not have gone down exactly the way that Lejeune is <laughs> portrayed it to go down. And then he had, and then he landed, and then he had a meeting with Magic, and then he woke up, and he had dinner and he had breakfast in Brentwood, and you know, two public uh, poli- uh, political dignitaries stopped by, and then he met with his guy, and then he couldn't, and then he decided he was boarding the plane, and he said call the Lakers, and he hung up, and he flew away. Like I don't. Think it if it happened exactly that way, it's LeBron. But considering we know how it happened with Kobe, where he would get on the get on the chopper Newport Coast, fly to Staples over everybody. Every time you'd look up, you're like, that's either a traffic copper copter or that's Kobe. <laughs> and he would land and go in and be the guy for the Lakers. I think Kobe more consistently, and it's a it's a real tangible story.
1: And then Vince called Ari, and Ari said, we can get the helicopter, you got to do Medellin, I'll do Medellin, and then we'll go from there. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio, the Dan Patrick show, Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb in for Dan. We'll have more on Kobe Bryant's interview coming up next. As far as, Kobe says, he, he, he jumped in front of you, Doug, and said, no, no, listen, we're, we're getting back to that level. If you don't win a title, is that become? No, 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 stop, stop. We're getting back to that level. What is the high point? What can you expect out of LeBron James and the Lakers after he signed. We'll get into that coming up next on Fox. Go to rockauto.com for all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com is a family business founded by automotive engineers in 1999 with two goals in mind. First, to give people direct access to all the parts information hidden in the computers and catalogs behind the parts store counter, and second, to make parts affordable by offering reliably low prices. At rockauto.com, you choose the part brands, prices, and features you want anytime, 24-7. Rockauto.com, even as many of the parts you might have been told are, quote, dealer-only or no longer available. The parts are delivered directly to your home or office. Why waste time and money hunting for parts, phoning, driving, waiting in lines? Go to rockauto.com today and make sure to let them know that we sent you write dan patrick in there how did you hear about us box that's writing dan patrick in there how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com fox sports radio the dan patrick show jason smith doug gottlieb in for dan My show heard nights here on Fox Sports Radio, 8 to 11 Pacific. Doug, 12 to 3 during the day. Thanks to Kobe Bryant for stopping by, joining us. We'll have more on him in a second, but I'd be remiss, Doug. This FIBA brawl that is starting to make the rounds on social media. Yep. A huge brawl involving Australia. Thon Maker involved in this. After a hard foul, guys jumping off the bench, throwing chairs at each other. Thon Maker is leaping into piles, WWE style. I mean, if if you said... Boy, you know basketball brawls aren't what they used to be. No, no, you got to watch this and go, oh yeah, this is this really takes me back.
5: Uh, I thought, I mean, the, the Filipino team—they came off the bench. There's dudes coming out of the stands. Uh, it was awful, and then apparently it all took a selfie on the court afterwards.
1: Oh, nice! Oh, that's good. And they're that's and they're being beaten
5: by 30 points.
1: Yeah. But guys, I mean, guys are throwing plastic chairs. I mean, those 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 plastic chairs with the metal with the metal legs at people and thought makers leaping into the top of piles.
5: And it and it, it worked because, uh, but a couple of his player teammates got pinned down and were getting just wailed on. Eventually, looks like the the Australians got out okay. But that's a that man's a scary deal. Mm. You ever been in a fight in brawl like that? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. My last game in France. My last professional game um that made you retire No, i'm done i'm done Well, i'm actually fight. suspended six games if i ever go back and play okay. the french pro league <laughs> it's a true story i'll tell you real, i'll tell you the short the short version sure. really quick okay so um after my first year of broadcasting this is uh 2002 2003 um i was doing championship week over at the other place and i got a phone call like hey if you leave today you can go to porto which is the, it's like the, it was like the best team in portugal or if you leave at the end of the week, I got a deal for you in France. Now it's Pro-B, but they're trying to turn to Pro-A and their point guard got hurt. Uh, the Porto thing, you do playoffs, so it's a little less money, but you get more money. Anyway, so I was working in local radio at the time in Oklahoma City, and I just couldn't like call my guy who hired me and go like, hey, I'm out. I had to like face-to-face with him, tell him I still want to go back and play. He was fine with it, but I just didn't feel right about it, you know? So I waited. I went to France. So I'm playing there for like five weeks. And I know this is my last game. And we're playing a team from uh, up in the north. Um, I think, non non Le Anyway, end of the game. It was a very chippy game. And the guy was, I was talking a little trash. The guy was guarding me. And I didn't understand French. He didn't understand any English. But you understand when, like, when you're bumping into each other, it's a close game. We hit a couple shots. You know, I'm not a great shooter. He backed off. I hit a three on him. He comes up on me. I go by him. I drop off for a dunk, and now I'm now I'm really chirping at him. And so um, he drives at me with 14 seconds to go, and like lowers his shoulder to like try and create contact. And kind of what happened in this game with the kid from the Philippines, which you try and you try and create contact. You're trying to be a jerk, you're trying to like elbow me in the chin, and I pulled out the chair on him, so he's like falling down, and he lobs it. He kind of lobs it up at the basket. And we have two young French players who come in and they both block a shot. And so I look at him, I go, get that blank out two times, <laughs> two times. <laughs> and then he's talking. where well, everybody's talking trash. And I just start pointing the scoreboard because we're up like 11 scoreboard. I don't understand scoreboard. And so uh, we're playing in our home gym in Clermont-Ferrand. And so uh, all of a sudden we're being separated. I'm like, we're not fighting. We're just like talking trash. And I turn around. And the two French guys who blocked the shot were also talking trash. And they're all, they're like throwing punches, like real punches out of nowhere at other guys. You know, like I'm used to American fights where guys just hold people back, like, hold yeah. me back, hold me back, hold me back. Nobody throws punches. So now, you know, the fans are whistling and whatever. So I get ejected from the game because I'm the instigator. Shocker there. So the way in which it worked in this gym, the stands are on both sides, small stands on the opposite side of the benches, big stands on ours, stands behind the basket. But underneath, there's what's called the vomitorium, right? The vomitorium, for people who don't know, is the area that you walk from the court to the locker room in, a little tunnel. So I'm walking towards the vomitorium and I'm blowing kisses to the crowd because it's my last game. Mm-hmm. My contract is, is up. The guy who was hurt is coming back the next game. Like, I'm literally, I'm out. I'm, I'm Mamba out dropping the mic. And my wife actually flew over from Oklahoma and she's at the game with a buddy of mine who was training with the other team and they're sitting up in the stands behind that basket. So as I'm walking and I'm like waving to my wife and blowing kisses to the crowd, I hear like a, like, and I realize, oh, something's happened behind me. So I turn around and here comes crazy French dude who is being held back, also ejected from the game, coming after me. As I'm like in the vomitorium so nobody can see me, and then both teams come rushing in after him. So there's like one guy and then a rush of like really large human beings. And I'm not the biggest dude in the world. And like next thing you know, it's just guys throwing punches. You just start like ducking and dodging and throwing punches and you don't know what, like like you don't know who you're hitting or who you're punching, but don't stop punching until you're done. And uh, end of the day, I, I didn't get punched. Um I, they, they missed a couple times. I didn't get thrown I got with a couple guys got thrown in the doors or whatever. The really kind of ugly brawl. And uh, I was fine. I'm, but I'm suspended six games if I ever return
1: to France. Yes, the Breeze is Doug Gottlieb. I could not get a hand on him. I was throwing the punch. I did not eat. The, I got him. He played at the Oklahoma State. I wanted the Gottlieb. Frenchies. Nice. Nice. I like that. Six-game suspension. 6 games. You can't even fly over French airspace. No, I, can, I cannot. Can't even I cannot. I cannot. Remember?
5: remember we, didn't we bomb Beirut once when we were kids and they had, we had to go around France? Remember that? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I had to fly around French airspace. Yeah. That was a big Why wow, you remember that. Wow, very nice. Fox Sports Radio the Jason uh Jason Smith Doug Gottlieb been for Dan Patrick on the Dan Patrick show. Here on Fox Sports Radio and right now after talking to Kobe Bryant hearing him on the show a few minutes ago with us. He said he kind of shut down when Doug said, "Hey, if LeBron doesn't win a title, is that a failure?" And he said, "Come on, come on, bro. Come on, stop. We're getting back to that level. We're getting back there. He's getting back there." You tried to ask him again, and he said, "No, no, no. We're getting back we're getting back to getting back to that level." As the team stands right now, Because obviously we're waiting to find out Kawhi Leonard, what's going to happen there. Not a championship Whether it's Boogie Cousins. The real conversation for me is, can they get past the second round of the playoffs this year? Because this is a team that is kind of constructed as a little bit better than the Cavs team he played for last year. You'd have to get past the Rockets in the second round, and then the Warriors, or vice versa, some kind of order of them, to get to the NBA Finals. If you finish third, and you win the first round of the playoffs this year... I think, I think that's that's your, that's your acceptable ceiling for the Lakers. If you fall short to the Rockets, you can say, you know what, but this offseason Kawhi is coming or this happened. You watch then, okay, then the season after that, big-time title contender. Look, I, I, I
5: we, we, we have this very narrow focus, and it's really reasonable us to have a narrow focus as to this year, this year, this year, this year, this year. But I want you to take a breath and think about it. Kawhi Leonard has made it known to everybody he wants to be a Laker. Clay Thompson grew up in Southern California. Dad was a Laker. Dad is the color analyst for the Lakers. And, oh, yeah, by the way, his contract is up next season. We could go through the rest of the NBA, but the fact is that most people believe that the Warriors, there's one more year of the Warriors' core, Hampton Five, uh, remaining together. Now, they they may be able to lock it up and do it again. They limped to the finish. They needed Chris Paul to get hurt. Mm-hmm. They needed J.R. Smith to... And George Hill to miss a free throw, J.R. Smith to meltdown, and of course Kyrie Irving to bail. And then Kyrie got hurt, and Gordon. They need a lot of things to go their f- favor, and they won their third title in four years. I'd, I they're the overwhelming favorite to win it again next year, and they got to fix their bench. Anybody should be on a two year plan, with the exception maybe of the Rockets, who probably won't be as good if they lose. Uh, if they lose Ariza, they might lose Capella as well. So I think if you're the Lakers. When, when Kobe says they'll be back, I, I think everybody thinks it'll take a year for LeBron to get situated in L.A., figure out which one of these young guys they want to keep, who they want to jettison, and of course, then they're going pick to pick out, can we get Kawhi? Can we get Clay? Can we get both? How can we add and then take over the West when it's there to be taken over? It's not there to be taken over regardless. He wasn't winning a title if he stayed in Cleveland regardless. And so I, I, I do think we look at times too short term. I understand he's 33 and that everybody has a clock, but I, I think that clock is, or what the Lakers game plan is, year two and year three are the years to go after the title.
1: Joining us now on the hotline for more on LeBron to Los Angeles, LA Times sports columnist, insider, regular panelist on ESPN's Around the Horn, it's Bill Plaschke. All right, Bill, everybody that comes on with us this morning, it's a big where were you moment. Where were you when you found out LeBron James was signing with the Lakers?
9: I was speaking, I was driving to a Little League All Star baseball game, and I was talking to a source who said everything's weirdly, weirdly quiet. We have no idea what's going on. I mean, at that point, I got out of the car to go watch the game, and at that point, I, he could have he could have been going to Philadelphia, he could have been going back to the nobody knew. And then, boom! I get a text about ten minutes later. Where I'm sitting behind the backstop of a little league game that says he signed the Lakers, and I turn around and said, "See you later." When it went right back, right back to work. Yeah, it was it was that stunning to everyone. I mean, it wasn't stunning that he comes to, came to Lakers. It was just stunning the swiftness of which it happened, and the fact that it didn't leak out, and the fact that it was just. So controlled, and it was just like boom. It was like a like a, like a lightning bolt dropped. And then, some driving, rushing back home to write the column, and I hear uh, there's the the, the, the Dodger post game show is on the is on the radio, and and, and they're taking callers about the Dodger game. The first caller says, "How about those Lakers?" <laughs> I said, <"Yeah." laughs> I said, "Yes, sir." A new uh, this, uh, the 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 number one team in town is back.
1: Tell me, tell me, you at least told everybody at the at the baseball game. Hey, everybody, LeBron's a Laker. I got to leave. I mean, you you helped them out, didn't you? Oh, I,
9: I, you know what? I acted like the biggest shot in the world. Oh my God, I got call, <laughs> like I got called away to do emergency heart surgery or something. Oh yeah, I got to go, guys. I even I, I even raised my hands like I wanted to get somebody to scrub me up. I got to go, guys. Got to go. Got you, know, you know duty calls. Duty call. LeBron's a Laker. That's what everybody's saying. LeBron's a Laker. Those four words are being shouted everywhere around town and every. Venue in every possible capacity. Those words are huge. That's all anybody's talking about.
5: But, but not, not a, not a real. Sur- it was a surprise only in how controlled it was, and how quiet it was, and it was also a surprise maybe because because the Paul George thing the night before. Bill plasky joining us on the Dan Patrick but think Show. Think about
9: it, Doug. You know, you know, but Doug, you're right. It's not, it's not a surprise for a lot of the insiders. But the re- when the reality hits, yeah. Think about it. LeBron James is plays for the Lakers. He'll wear a Laker uniform. Yeah. Now, that's like, that's like something that I think. That until it actually happened, people just really can't grasp it. Now no, like no, no, are like no.
5: about it. But uh, did you grow up here?
9: What? My uh, uh, been here thirty years, okay.
5: almost <laughs> 30, 30 years. Okay, I, I I my my family. We moved here in nineteen eighty one. I can't imagine what Paul how Paul George. I, I like. Do I understand? I've lived in Oklahoma. I like it. I could live there. I have my my in laws are there. Like I I understand. The idea of hey, maybe this is it's a slow, it's a slower pace of life. You can get to know people better. Your dollar goes further, whatever. But I also had never had the. I had the chance to play for UCLA, but I wasn't necessarily going to be the guy at UCLA, right? Like he had a chance to play for the Lakers with LeBron James, with Magic running the team. He had it, and he didn't even have a conversation with Magic. He he blew up the Indiana Pacers situation, which he was the guy. He goes to Oklahoma City. I, like, I don't get the contract. I don't necessarily get the decision. But to not even have a conversation, make heads or tails. For a guy who's been in L.A. 30 years, you understand what it means to be not just a Laker, but one of the Lakers. How How can you fathom that?
9: Yeah, it's the most to be, to be playing in your hometown for the most iconic franchise uh you know in 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 sports in my opinion and to not do it to my opinion it sounded like paul george because because when you do play for lakers and just ask lonzo ball this if you're a hometown kid playing for the lakers the the pressure is enormous maybe he didn't he wasn't sure lebron was coming nobody was really positive lebron was coming maybe he was worried about being the star maybe he wanted to be the role player and didn't want to take a chance on having to be the front man for anybody but he's not, I mean, but LeBron, LeBron's,
5: the, but like again, no, if you don't no, even have I'm a...
9: Saying, but, but I mean, him not knowing, but when he made his decision, maybe he didn't know what LeBron was going to do. I don't know if anybody knew LeBron. Now, here, here's, I the, think
5: he, here's the mistake he, he made, Bill. When you visit schools, okay, when you visit colleges as an athlete, right, and, and since your kid's a good baseball player, is an all-star, maybe this will be him someday. Okay, You never commit on the first visit. you got like, go visit, take all your visits. He committed on his first visit.
9: I was stunned. I was stunned by that, and I was ready... And I tell you what, the Lakers were on the hook. I was people were blaming Oklahoma City for it, or saying, crediting Oklahoma City. I was ready to blame Magic. I got to admit, I was ready to say, "Oh my God, Magic Johnson blew this." And then, of course, obviously, it turns out Magic, you know, the greatest Laker ever, made one of the greatest Laker moves ever. You know, he's the big winner here as far as uh, getting LeBron. But yes, I'm, I'm stunned. I'm stunned by. It. And you wonder with the whole DJ thing, with the whole DeAndre Jordan thing, what he did several years ago. Could I'm just saying this right
5: now. I just thought of this.
9: Is there any way Paul George could change his mind?
5: I don't think Russell Westbrook will leave his side. I, I, like like <laughs> that party the, is still going. Yeah, it's like never gonna stop. By the way, DeAndre Jordan is gonna be a Maverick. Is that like that? Is the weirdest thing? Yeah. There? Well,
9: it, the weirdest thing is the uh the the minute LeBron James the Clippers have just disappeared. They've gone from Lob City to nowhere. Nowheresville. I mean, my God, in this town, right? They're, they they're went
5: just, back to being the Clippers, Bill.
9: Yeah, just just like that. Ooh. Yeah, so much, so much change. That so many things have changed in the last twenty, the last twelve hours. Unbelievable.
1: Mercedes Benz, the best or nothing. We're talking to Bill Plaschke, L.A. Times. You can follow him on Twitter at Bill Plaschke. You see him on ESPN's Around the Horn, and uh, also at at any uh, local Little League baseball games to try to get your local Los Angeles sports. All
5: right, Bill. So look, we're we're talking about the pressure, hometown or whatever. All right. So how to like look? Laker fans think we're back, but this roster, you're not totally back. What what do you think reasonable expectations are if the roster remains as it is right now?
9: Well, they are Laker fans. You think they're, the Lakers are back? And here is how what Laker fans think of that: they're thinking we're back to being relevant. We're back to having Staples Center filled in late April and early May again. We're back to the playoffs. That's enough back for them right now. That's enough. I have heard nobody say oh my gosh, LeBron can't win this year, it's a waste of time. It's exactly what I heard you say before I came on the air. This is about a two- or three-year plan. It didn't work when he didn't have anybody. But now they have LeBron. We know who he gets. We know who he attracts. We know now the credibility Magic has as a basketball executive in his first big move. So I don't think the Kawhi Leonard thing is as much of a scare as the Paul George thing is. I think Kawhi will definitely probably, you know, definitely be here next year. So I think everybody, I think being back is a relative, like you said, it's a relative term. I think they'll be thrilled. I think you're exactly right. They'll probably win one round of the playoffs. I can't imagine them getting to the conference finals next year with the Houston and Golden State being like they are. But that's okay because they'll have a year of LeBron James, a year of the excitement, a, the, the, you know, again, once, once again, back in the postseason, that's where they want to be after a five year drought. The next year they can challenge for the championship. And I think that's what everybody agrees with. So I think you're, you know, I think they are, the Lakers, as the fans want them to be back, they are back.
1: Your Lakers insider and also heart surgeon by night. It's Bill Plashke. Bill, as (laughs) always, buddy. Appreciate it, my friend. We'll talk soon. See you guys. Have fun. The 2018 Mercedes-Benz Summer Event. When it comes to summer, performance never takes a vacation. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. If you missed any of the Dan Patrick Show celebrity interviews this week from the Mercedes-Benz Summer Event Man Cave, just go to the Dan Patrick app where you can watch and listen from inside the Mercedes-Benz Man Cave. Mercedes-Benz, the best. Or nothing. Coming up next, we have our play of the day. And also, how happy are Jersey retailers LeBron James has signed with the Lakers? We have a great story for you on that. Coming up next, Fox. Fox Sports Radio, the Dan Patrick Show. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. Jason Smith and Doug Gottlieb in for Dan today, in for him this week as we break down NBA free agency. My show Heard Nights here, 8-11 Pacific. Doug, of course, 12-3 to today. I'll uh, be playing back the Kobe Bryant interview on his show. Stopped by with us earlier in the show today to talk about his role bringing LeBron James to the Lakers. And our play of the day, which is going to come your way in a couple minutes, has everything to do with Kobe Bryant. But uh, already... The LeBron James to the Lakers is having an effect in the retail market. Fanatics, which is one of the big retailers right. in, in the country. I, I just ordered a Mets hat from Fanatics that's coming. What, was, what size? It, it was discount. Seven and three quarters. I got a big head. You do have a big yeah, head. Seven and three quarters. This is a, Just a
5: quick aside. So I'm in between a seven and – like I'm – Technically, right at a seven and a quarter, maybe just a smidge above. You got a peanut head. So, seven and a quarter is on a peanut. <laughs> That's head? That's a small head. You have a huge. You yes. got a huge yeah. melon. <laughs> it looks like Sputnik. <laughs> it looks like a giant orange with a toothpick in it. Anyway, um, I'm in between that and a seven and three eighths. So I generally get a seven and three eighths, but it looks like I'm wearing my dad's hat. <laughs> Whereas if I get a seven and a quarter, yeah. it looks like I've I'm Barry Bonds and my head's grown. Yeah.
1: So that's the right way to go, right? Y- yeah. You go yeah. a little big? Go a little big because you're not you're not going to wear a hat that's not comfortable. If it's too tight for you, you're just not going to wear okay, it. Okay, so you're saying Fanatics. Go good. ahead. I'm my apologies. That's all right. Fanatics had one of their top ten sales days ever by putting LeBron James's Jersey on sale last night after it was announced he was joining the Lakers. They put up the placeholder of number 0 went up. It's the world's largest seller of licensed sports jerseys, 8.45 p.m. Eastern Sunday, 40 minutes after the news broke, one of their top 10 sales days ever. And now it's being leaked out that LeBron, of course, will wear number 23 for the Lakers, the number he wore in Cleveland and the Miami Heat. One of the numbers he wore. No, Miami. He wore. He he changed midway through. Right. He changed. Right. He changed from six. Right. Because he went from oh, what I wore in the Olympics with all the other guys. Now you're twenty three six. So every stop he's had
5: it. Yeah, and and he'll wear the black Mamba
1: uniforms. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's it's
5: fascinating that the LeBron thing is so big, it overshadowed everything else that happened this weekend. You know? Yeah. I mean, even the Paul George thing isn't getting nearly as much run. No. Cam Chancellor retires yet. Zero. Think about Cam Chancellor, though. Like, you pour your heart out, not just in your career, but in this letter. You openly write about the fact that the doctors are telling you you can't play football anymore. Like, man, that's got to be hard. It's hard enough to say, or it's hard to hear, even harder to say to somebody, than to write it down, then to tweet it out to the whole world. Hey, I'm retiring. Here's why. You do it, and like an hour later, LeBron's... <laughs> <laughs> LeBron just goes like, well, that story goes. To, you're not even,
1: uh, real quick. You know, I was Ch- talking about the Supreme Court nominees with LeBron leaving. I mean, it's like such like it's everything. Every news site you go to, it's LeBron James to the Lakers, and below it, you get you know Trump to nominate Supreme Court Justice July 9th. It's it's the number one thing above everything else. Um. Okay. So, uh, really quickly, Cam Chancellor, Hall of Famer? No. No. I I, Cam Chancellor was very very good, but he's going to be a victim of hey he was part of a great group of guys and a and and a great team. So I don't think he gets in the hall. I
5: tend to agree with you. Uh, Ridiculous arms, right? Mm -hmm. Like like looks like the after picture to any workout video, right? Yes, yes. Mike Bibby, yes. Two time second team All Pro, probably not enough. Four Pro Bowls, probably not enough. But if you could if you could put an entire defense in, just go like hey we're going to put the whole group in. Then he would get it. Right? Because that's that as dominating a defense oh, as we've yeah, had yeah. since the had Ravens. They, had
1: they won another one, had you know, they'd given the ball to Marshawn Lynch, yeah. had they won two, then suddenly because all those great players from the Steelers of the 70s, they're all in. And it's like, well, they won four Super Bowls, they did that. You know, you're part of a team that wins multiple Super Bowls, you have a much better chance. To the people who say they should have handed the ball to Marshawn Lynch, you're probably right, but they shouldn't have
5: even made that Super Bowl because the Packers so so massively gagged away what was a sure victory.
1: Time now for the play of the day, brought to you by Traeger Grills. Red, white, and barbecue are what July 4th is all about. Celebrate this year with a brand new Traeger Grill. Grab a grill in time for the 4th at a dealer near you by visiting traegergrills.com slash dealers. That's traegergrills.com slash dealers, or ship one to your door by ordering on the Traeger website. You and I will be together on the 4th of July here, so we'll eat hot dogs at like 6 o'clock in the morning. We'll have a big uh, competitive eating contest all throughout the show. My brother just got a Traeger, and
5: he loves it nice L- loves it loves it by the way uh uh
1: what, what is the play of the day play of the day is from our kobe bryant interview earlier this hour on the show if you missed it doug Gottlieb booker to the stars uh was able to get kobe bryant to come on with us and talk about his role in bringing lebron james to los angeles lakers and also one of the perks that kobe will easily make available to lebron and you're going to let LeBron use the helicopter, right? Because he's going to got to live a little bit farther out, and getting to practice might be tough.
7: <laughs> he can use the Mamba Chopper anytime, man.
5: No, he's, he's he's living in Brentwood, so it's it's still it'll still be a schlep to get to the new Lakers practice facility. But his house is going to have a, a some kind of helipad on it. It should. It's tw- apparently been redone. It's twenty three million dollar house. If a twenty three million dollar house doesn't have a helipad, then why are you? <laughs> Why is the house $23 million?
1: You know, I'm always shocked whenever you see houses here in Los Angeles that here's a $23 million house, and it's exactly what you expect it to be. It's, you know, 12 bedrooms, 11 bathrooms. It's got a bowling alley. It's got a a screening room for movies. It's got, you know, seven pools, all this stuff. And then you look and go, oh, so-and-so is a star now is going to be bi-coastal. They just bought a $19 million condo in Manhattan. That's a three-bedroom, three-bath. And I'm like, Really, I mean that—that's what it, you know in New York. Really, in a condo, I get a three and three, and I got to spend nineteen million on it. No, I'd rather spend my nineteen. Well, I don't have it, but I'd rather take that money and get more space out here in L.A. Uh, I and the weather. Uh, yeah, yeah, not well, all not, of that as well. N-
5: not close, Stephen. Um, some guy named Steven underscore Springs. There's nothing that says Paul George must listen to other teams or sit down with them. There's also nothing wrong with staying in Oklahoma City and taking the contract he did. Steven, you sir don't know anything about the business of basketball. Okay. He should have taken a 2 plus 1 if he was going to stay, so he could have gotten a Supermax in two years. He didn't. He cost himself uh, He got cost himself almost $100 million. Additionally, he's from L.A. It's the Lakers. They tampered to try and talk to him, and he wouldn't have a conversation. Don't love it. In the words of Pat Riley, he
1: didn't have the guts to take the pressure of the Lakers. This is Fox Sports
2: Radio.